0: can you be quiet please thank you
1: welcome to pirate radio live there's local politics bud i
2: want
3: to shake his hand i want to shake his hand i want to shake his hand
1: was that supposed to be funny get these clowns out of here why would they do that
3: you
4: have any freaking game
1: dude it's a cocky bunch man Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
5: Welcome in to a Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you check us out there. We'll talk about what you'd like to discuss here on this Monday. Give us a like, a subscribe, and be a part of the show. Shirley Rhodes here, Chan Man, Troy D. Coming up on today's program in just a couple of minutes, Holt Naylor's Pirate Starter joins us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Ryan Jones, East Carolina tight end, coming up. Later on this hour, Rajay Harris, just a few days removed from surgery, will join us. Talked to us right before the surgery last week. We'll uh, find out how that went. How about the Pirates scoring 47 for number 47 the other night? We'll talk about that with Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith, Miles Berry. A couple of Pirate linebackers join us later on in the show, as will Jeremy Lewis, who had a big game the other night and isaiah winstead found the end zone once again we'll talk to him in hour number three brian bailey joins us as well on today's show we will kick it off here in the pirate radio studios troy d how you doing sir
6: doing good clip how are you uh happy monday a very happy monday we are uh, glad to be here nice little bounce back for the pirates boy in dramatic fashion and uh, i think it's just what this program needed i mentioned online it, kind of reminded me of the Marshall game last year. ECU went down kind of big, looked grim and bleak at one point, but then uh, the Pirates came back and rallied from behind. And and if you think back to last year, really sparked this season. If – shut that door, CJ, behind us, folks. No, I mean, you can come in and just shut it behind you, please. Um, And that's kind of how I feel that this game could be for ECU. I feel this is the type of game and a – Down 17, nothing coming from behind, having to grind it out, not just in one overtime, but four. That's the type of spark sometimes that it's a little gut check time that could, uh, could light this team on fire and we got a guy that can probably answer that question as far as how the team will respond you hold do you agree with everything troy just said i do yeah. all right yeah i agree yeah and, so. and i do think that that's something that you know you find out a lot about a team sometimes after a loss Holton, as you know it's yep, easy to, to win but what is the team made of after a loss and i think we saw the resiliency of this team saturday uh being able to respond like that
7: yeah you know i said after the two lane game that we're going to figure out who we are in the locker room and. Um, you know, I knew we had fighters. I knew we had guys that cared about the program, and uh, you know, it showed. You know, this past Saturday,
5: holding us uh, down seventeen to nothing again. You've been there before, down seventeen. Troy just D just talked about the Marshall game last year. So, how do you not? And I was in the stands. I heard some booze. You might not focus on them, but you hear them as oh, yeah, well. I'm them. sure. So uh, that is a a rally the troops time, and man, just a huge end to that first half. You guys were able to get a score. Malik Fleming sparks another one. How, you know, how big was that into the first half to, to come out with a win later in the night?
7: Yeah, it was massive. Um, you kind of go in the half with momentum, you know, especially after the, the way the first quarter really ended. Um, you know, kind of like you said, you know, the same fans that were booing were the same ones cheering at the oh, end of the yeah. game. So it uh, kind of shows you how that goes. But yeah, I mean we we just stick to you know who we are, and we said that on the sidelines. You know, we knew our backs were against the wall, and we we're gonna have to go play good.
6: And I think some of that's just human nature. And, you know, I, I hate to say, and one, I'm not, I'm never a fan of people. Let me just say, booing college kids. Yeah. you know, and even though you guys are, are scholarship athletes, it's still. I think now NFL guys are getting paid millions yeah. of dollars. That's their job. Yep. I have a different attitude towards that. I think if people want to boo the Chicago Bears, <laughs> I'm all for it.
5: Uh, I but, will say I think I, some of the boos, maybe the majority of the boos, are for the coaches. I, I getting agree. Paid yeah. I agree, but players. it's hard to delineate yeah. at a game. If, if you and boo I
6: from now, on, can you
5: say who you're booing at? <laughs> I so, do. Uh-huh. I do
6: agree with you, Clip. I do think some of that gets to the is for yeah. the coaches that are the paid employees yeah. of the football team. But uh, let me just say this. I'm never a fan of even doing that at the college level. I think you you want to boot coaches on the NFL level, that's well and good. But with that being said, a lot of times, and I've seen this before, people that can be critical online and snarky with their comments are the same people after a win, want to go get their picture with yeah. the guys and want to be buddies with everybody. So, I, And as I said, I just think that's part of human nature, and I don't think – our fan base is probably any different than nah, any other fan base that's I just, just think that's just how it is and yeah. you're probably used to it by now I guess yeah
7: I'm totally used to it I mean I, I said this a long time ago it's fake love and real hate um, and that's just you know that's with sports in general I mean anytime especially at the quarterback position anytime you do good um, you're going to be the most loved person out there and anytime you do bad and the team loses you're going to be the most hated person out there so that's just kind of what comes with it and you know I learned that a long time ago is just keep a tight circle and you know know who you are and that's what I've done
6: all right, seven games in, Pirates four and three. Got a big one coming up this weekend against UCF. Uh, we all saw, you know, we've talked about it before. You get banged up during the season. Uh, this season's no different. Yeah. We see you kind of get repaired sometimes by teammates. And you've talked about your shoulder kind of going in and out. Now it's almost like someone, if you got a double joint, like I got a double jointed thumb, just kind of popping. It's no big deal. But, how, you know, how are you doing? Because I know, look, it takes a toll after a while. Yeah. I mean, you know, what? What? how, how are things going physically yeah. for you right
7: now? Um, honestly, um, it's, I'm – to the point in the season where really your whole body hurts uh, until like Friday Saturday type type thing you're in the training room as much as you can but you know a lot of it is you know you're at the same point in the season when your body hurts is you you know, you are you do get in routine to knowing how your body's going to feel um, that's kind of where I'm at you know I know what, what body parts are going to hurt now are there new things that pop up yeah there is but um, you know, I know what's going to hurt, and you know what I need to to focus on to get ready for Saturday. And I mean, that's that's really what I got to do.
6: You've had overtimes of four you've participated in. You've been yep. successful in. Uh, I don't think you've ever had a four overtime game I have before. Not. Yeah. Uh, take us through that. What was going through your mind? There's some you know quirky new overtime rules now that are in play yeah. that uh, a lot of folks probably didn't know about until yeah. this game. But uh, what, what's you know take us through your progressions and your thoughts and feelings when at each overtime and uh, what you guys were going through.
7: Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm I, sure fans have mixed feelings about the, the two-point conversion thing where it's just going back and forth. But um, I'm sure if we were on the losing side, we'd say differently. But, you know, I like the rule because when you're in four overtimes, I mean, if we would have had to go up there and, and continue drives and, you know, four different times on that, I mean, we would have been exhausted. And our guys already were exhausted. I mean, after that game, we pretty much played a game and a half almost, it seemed like. I mean, I left the place at 1230 at night, and, I mean, you're exhausted. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, mindset wise, you just got to go. Once we scored, when there was a minute left in the game, I got on the on the phone with Coach K, and and he was like, "Look, they got a minute and two timeouts. Like it's not unheard of that they that we do go to overtime here. So just prepare yourself." So I got the offense together and said, "Look, guys, you know, um, hopefully our defense can hold them, but you know, get your mind right to play more football." And that's end up what
6: happened. Momentum is a funny thing in football because it has two halves, and and the you see it all the time. Teams look like totally different teams first half versus second half, good or bad. And when the Pirates were down seventeen nothing, I mean, there probably weren't many people thinking, "Oh boy, this thing yeah. could get out of hand. This could get ugly." But those couple scores before yep. halftime really changed the momentum. I heard Coach Houston talk about that too. Really kind of changed that whole outlook of that game and the momentum going into halftime. Uh, discuss how how big that was. I guess uh, changed the whole outlook of that game.
7: It was huge. You know, I mean, going into halftime, I mean, if we go into the halftime seventeen nothing there, obviously, I mean, we would have had a chance to come back, but. I mean, that locker room would have been quiet. I mean, I mean, the the leaders would have had to really step up um, and, and been really good leaders there, in which we would have done if that was the situation, but. Um, you know, I think we kind of got a grip of it before halftime. You know, we we got a grip of it on the sideline and said, you know, we got to turn this thing around and, and make a run at it and and put pressure on them. They put pressure on us really early. They came out I mean, they played good football. It wasn't like, I mean, we weren't playing the best football, but we also weren't playing terrible football there. We weren't turning the ball over. We weren't doing any of that. They were just they playing better than us for the first quarter and came out hot. And, I mean, we know we have a good football team and we just had to go out there and, and just play better. Holden, we saw you play uh, a little DB in high school, get out on both sides of the field.
5: How about Malik Fleming and Julius Wood the other night kind of – Reliving their high school yeah. days, playing offense. I think Malik's return gets overshadowed, obviously, because of what yeah. Wood did, but that was huge to it set was. you guys up. And then Julius Wood looked like the best playmaker <laughs> on the field, maybe minus Keith Mitchell. But that return that uh, I did actually see on the sideline afterwards. Yeah. They showed you on the big screen, but man, that had to fire everybody up.
7: Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, to tie the game there. I mean, yeah, that was huge. And and Julius, I mean, he was he was cutting back and doing all that. his ball security wasn't the best, but uh, <laughs> but he held on to it and got into the box. So yeah, that was a huge turn. Point in the game.
5: Awesome play by him and uh, that defense turning uh, defense into offense yep. with those scores. Uh, man, and, and Troy talked about the the four overtimes, longest game in ECU football history. Yep. And you got to have long, a. Uh, just curious, how long was the game clip? Do we have a time lapse time on it? I don't know about hour wise. I'm speaking to time wise as yeah. far as four overtimes. Yeah. Um, i don't know i know i was here until after two o'clock so yeah, i really geez. uh yeah am i was gonna say that too old uh, i didn't play in the game but man i was sore on sunday <laughs> just from sitting <laughs> yeah. so much and i do want to ask you guys like how how tough is it to get up for that sunday practice you got sunday practice regardless yeah. of how long the game goes so i would have pushed that, like? that back if I was yeah, we had uh
7: we had sunday practice sunday conditioning what time sunday does that lift? start for you guys um so PT starts at twelve and then practice, I think. Our our first lift is at one thirty, so technically one thirty. So I mean we, we gotta sleep in a little bit. I think I slept yeah. in like nine o'clock, but yeah,
6: I mean I I'm a clip though. I didn't even play and I ended up like I felt tired Sunday yeah. and I laid down for like at noon. Next thing I knew it was like three yeah. thirty I took a three and a half hour nap. I was like exhausted and we didn't even play. Yeah, so usually, I can only uh, imagine what you guys yeah, are with. I usually go and watch Sunday
7: night football at my brother's house. Um I went over there, and I stood up to, to go get – his wife cooked soup um, for me and my girlfriend, and, and I got up to do it and get, like, seconds of it. And I stood up and was kind of, like, walking. He's like, gosh, you look sore and blah, blah, blah. And then he got up, and he was like, well, dang, I feel like I just played a <laughs> game, too, actually, now that you say that. So oh, yeah. well, Get get used
5: to it. Three more late games coming up for you yeah. guys. Do you like uh, these
6: night games?
7: Uh, Olden's <laughs> no. an old man now. Of course yeah. not. He yeah, was yeah, the was, I, I, yeah. When I was younger, honestly, yeah. When I was younger, I, I mean, I lived for it. And obviously, once you get out there, I mean, it's awesome. Playing under the lights in Daddy Ficklin, there's nothing like it. But yeah. at the same time, playing a twelve o'clock game and having you know three hours in the afternoon to just relax, because I mean even you know mondays are off days but we got to watch film and get ready for game prep and all that so we don't have time to just and, and really, relax and not look at
6: anything yeah mondays are more you don't practice yeah you, you still it's are not, doing stuff yeah. <laughs> uh you just you can't no show yeah especially a guy like you it's a seven day a week job yeah. for yeah i mean i'll probably
7: be there i mean at least five six hours a day i mean as soon as i leave here i mean i'm, I'm heading right over there yeah. so
6: what do you, let's talk about this weekend coming up uh huge challenge against UCF. I don't know how much we're going to see these guys again going forward. This could be our uh, last good opportunity to, to play UCF as they're moving to a, a different conference. So, what are your what are your views and expectations going into this weekend as far as what you're going to see from them?
7: Yeah, they're a good football team. Uh, I mean, obviously they, they put up a lot of points last week against a, a Temple team that's really trying to to rebuild and figure out kind of who they are. But you um, I mean they're they're a good football team. They play a lot of man on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they're big. They got a lot of transfers. Obviously, will coach with. Gus Malzahn is their head coach. So, I mean, they're going to be talented. It's going to be a tough task force. Um, I mean, we're going to have to come out there and play our A game and you know can't get off to a slow start. All
6: right, a couple of Facebook questions. Uh, someone's asking, Holt wants to know if, you, uh, if it's difficult to battle your nerves and maintain composure through numerous over- overtimes like that.
7: Yeah, um, you know, I get more nervous when the defense is on the field than I do when I'm out there. Uh, you know, cheering for them is probably just like normal fan yeah. um, cheering for them. But when I'm on offense, yeah, I don't really, I don't really get nervous like that. I mean, some of these plays we've repped, you know, over a hundred, times or so. So it's just going out there. I mean, if I got time to be nervous, my mind's not in the right spot. Were you nervous when he
5: threw it out to Keaton and he's got a long ways to go and a man in front of him and he just goes right by him? He yeah, does it?
7: Um, yeah, that was my fifth read on that play and. I mean, I kind of had to throw the ball to him. There won't no one else behind him to throw it to. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's a good one to put the ball in hands. And, you know, we ran that play um, during camp, and almost the exact same thing happened um, with the same – almost honestly the same result. Like, if you put the film – Right next to each other, same exact thing happened. So, I think they I actually might have put that one out yeah. because he like
5: broke a pirate's ankles yeah. and got yeah, to the end did. zone. Yeah, and the, the same, same, same thing happened in the game. Like, so. Same play, same practice. Motion, it everything. it'll happen on the field. Right. Right. Yeah, For,
6: Play like you practice. All right, uh, Adam wants to know: uh, Do the hits hurt more when you were a freshman versus how they feel now?
7: Um, yeah, I think as my my freshman year, I didn't. You don't know what you don't know when you go out there and think it's high school and you get popped a couple of times. So those there's, there's first couple. Hurt pretty good because I—I mean, you just got to get used to it. Now that I'm used to it, um, they don't hurt worse, but you know, the days after definitely do. The recovery's a little bit longer. Yeah, it is, yeah, for sure. Now I'm older.
5: How about the uh, connection? It's it's every week now with Isaiah Winstead. He has uh, become the number one target, and of course, you still got C.J. Ryan Jones, a lot of weapons, yep. but Isaiah constantly uh, at the top of the box score with catches, yards. You found him in the
7: end zone, and uh, what a weapon he's become for you guys. This yeah, year. he's huge. I mean, I said in the summer when I was doing interviews with these guys, with you guys that I mean he was he was a big time player, a big time person, um, and he's
6: lived up to to every bit of that. All right, I was uh you know you you're always even keel. Uh and, and honestly for folks that don't know you, I mean uh, whether we win big, lose yep. big, whatever the case may be, I mean you have a pretty even keel demeanor yeah, about you sure. on the field, off the field. We've done you a long time. Coach Houston, I watched him in the um, in the post game. That is the most fired up I've seen him. And he gets fired up at least with a media press conference afterwards. Last week, I guess I I guess it just kind of took a toll. There were a lot of critics out there. Um, last week, but I guess it was a great way for him, you know, kind of him to vent and, and yeah. uh, you know, let off some steam. But boy, he was fired up after the game. I can only imagine what he was like in the locker room. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, that's just that's how he is.
7: Um, obviously, um, like you said, anytime anytime you lose a game, in college football, there's going to be people that have their say so in, in some things. But you uh, I mean only at the end of it, the people's opinion that matter are, are the ones that are in that building, um, that are in your circle and. Obviously, he was pretty pumped up. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the media got a little scared when he did that. Uh,
1: sure, really do like, we have that audio? Uh, audio? Yeah, yeah let's Mike play Houston that for folks that,
6: that might have missed this. This was right after the game in the media press conference.
1: <laughs> How about those friggin' pirates? <laughs> But then he went on after that. I do you have more of
6: it, Shirley, or just that part? That's all we have. Uh, and then he said, well, we're gonna, "I'm going to answer your freaking questions." But how about that freaking comeback? And it was freaking awesome. And you guys aren't freaking excited enough.
7: He was jacked up.
6: It was freaking oh. great.
7: Yeah, we. Uh, I woke up the next morning. My girlfriend was like, "Look, please look at
6: this," and we, we were cracking up. At I had a friend that said, "Hey, we're going to pay uh, Shirley play it one more time. They're going to make this the ringtone."
3: How about this freaking part?
6: <laughs> Every time your phone rings, it's going to have that. <laughs> that'd be awesome I loved it I thought it was great I loved the passion with yeah. Coach Houston yeah he's, he's fiery for sure so wouldn't want anyone else leading the ship alright we need a, he's got some commitments clips so any, we, we gotta get ready to wrap up in just a little bit I told uh, we get Holton out of here a little quicker than normal today because you've got some uh, PT and stuff to yep. get to anything else you? I didn't want to nah, cut you short put clip, some so. duct tape on the shoulder yeah, and, that's, and that's, that's let's that's play that's another one Saturday <laughs> and then put some back on it on Monday but uh, we'd take a break if you
5: want we'll let him All right, get, we'll out get out get a here, break so, in yeah. and we got Ryan Jones coming perfect timing Joining us next segment. Thanks, Hole. Appreciate yes, thanks, it. So. Thanks, guys. Nailers joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday. Call Delcor today, 321-8868. Visit Delcorinc.com to service professionals. We'll have you ready to go with your heating, cooling, and plumbing. Ryan Jones, East Carolina tight end, another decleating block on Saturday night. We'll talk about that and more when the tight end joins us after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at ENC.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome
8: back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit University PC cccare.com to learn more today now let's head back in to prl here's clip
5: all right victory monday edition of pirate radio live it's the delcor players lounge got a lot of pirates we're going to talk to here coming up on the show today got including. a freaking awesome show clip make sure you say freaking i said freaking hit it charlie what am <laughs> i got to? a freaking awesome
9: how about those freaking pirates yeah
5: <laughs> your head coach was pretty fired up the other he dropped night
6: dropped the freaking bomb
5: Ryan Jones joining us now. Got rajay Harris in a little bit. Xavier Smith, Miles Berry, Jeremy Lewis, Isaiah Winstead coming off the four overtime victory over the Memphis Tigers. And uh Ryan, another week and another instance of you killing a man, metaphorically, <laughs> not literally, on the football field. Let's uh break down the film of your decleating block this week. So Keaton Mitchell on the run. You are just waiting for this guy. You are... You got him lined up, ready to go. He is not looking at you. And then, bam! Mm. Knocked him on Jeez. his tail. Keaton Mitchell
6: scoots inside the ten. So, uh Is that your favorite when they don't see it? You know, it's legal. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. you see them. They see you. There's nothing illegal about it. But they don't see you coming. Do you yeah. just kind of have a little extra juice on that one?
4: Yeah, those definitely are the uh, the best blocks to have. You know, you definitely cannot catch somebody slipping, so... And Good you job. were lining him up like six <laughs> yards down the field. How yeah. far
6: off his feet did he come, Clue?
5: <laughs> his, uh, his, uh, he kind of went head over heels there, yeah, heels over head. And, Ryan, with the impact like that, you didn't do anything wrong, but you're almost worried nowadays in football there's going to be a flag. Like, yeah. Are you thinking that at all, kind of looking around? like.
4: Oh, uh, I mean, kind of seeing the film from yesterday, I thought about it just because uh, now this with the way the game's played, it's kind of – you can't be too aggressive. Yeah, they call things. Targeted, At least with so. a quarterback, definitely. Yeah. You know,
6: yeah. if you, uh, even if it's clean, sometimes I've seen a lot of penalties on the quarterback. And it's just a clean tackle. Yeah. Is
5: that one where you uh, they rewind in the film room and you get some oos and ahs and stuff? Did you get? Yeah, some I mean, definitely, for that?
4: when it happened during the game, I heard the whole crowd go <laughs> crazy. <so. laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's a great feeling. Ryan Jones helmet sticker
5: plays they used to say. Clip. Yeah, no doubt, as uh, he earned one for that one. Uh, Ryan, I I tend to jinx things on social media. I tweeted out last week against Tulane, Ryan Jones, five straight games with a touchdown, and that was then the penalty came out and yeah. it was taken back and you hadn't gotten the end zone since. Yeah, so it's on yeah. clip. That's a little bit on me, but
4: it's all good. We're gonna be back.
5: Four catches, fifty four yards the other night. We and, call that clipping. Uh, yeah, that's on <laughs> yeah, me. Fifteen yeah. yard penalty. <laughs> Um, Thank you, <laughs> but whole nailers once again spreading it around. You caught four of them the other night. Uh, how about the offense? How'd you feel the other night?
4: I mean, just the way we uh, the way we had the run game and pass game set up. I mean, we started kind of slow on the run game, but like once we hit second half coming out, I feel like we were super explosive.
6: Ron, talk about just the difference in attitude <laughs> with this team. I mean, it's just one win, but man, it just feels like the whole. Like there was just a lot of negativity last week, just inside, outside, you know, around Greenville. But man, it just seems like, and even though uh, you had to do whatever you had to do to get to win, but it just seems like it just completely changed the atmosphere all around.
4: Yeah, I mean, the the whole week we kind of just understood. I mean, we're all kind of down about how we performed last weekend against uh, Tulane. So I mean, the whole week we were just focused on really just finishing the game and just playing how we play as a team so I mean that was just our main focus is just getting back on track to winning
6: is there a little extra pep when you went to practice Sunday kind of getting ready for the week now you guys a little more fired up because you're going to have a tough test against UCF
4: yeah I mean we understand the stretch we have coming up so I mean the guys are just well prepared and just um, eager to just continue to get improving and just uh, play how we play we're
5: always like if we're watching the game on TV or in the stands looking at the clock looking at the score looking at the time you're kind of focused on next next play, play. Deep, but what do you when you look up and see 17 to nothing like you, you got to keep your head into it and everything but what, what's that sense of urgency like when you're down that early that um, big?
4: when you're down early I mean we still knew we had like a, a lot of game left to play so I mean we just understood just just playing one play at a time and just staying focused and locked in on the player end I mean ultimately that's going to result to uh, a good result so I mean just staying locked in on what we were doing. Playing play out of uh, play after play,
5: and Troy, you mentioned the word momentum earlier not a tangible thing, but certainly a real thing. Yeah, and when you scored late in the first quarter, uh, first half, and then that big interception by yeah. Fleming in return, like what is that feeling like when it starts going your way like that?
4: No, nah, that's great. I mean, there's a, a saying Coach K always says, Momentum is always on our side. So, I mean, just uh, we just really believe in that and just understand that we're always in the game i I think we just stay focused
6: two things you can't put your finger on with football but really dictate everything uh a lot of times is momentum it's uh, you know creating that positive momentum because it could work against you too but having that positive momentum especially we talked about going into halftime with those two scores and team chemistry Mm -hmm. Uh, you know trusting your team we've seen teams here before that don't have chemistry and if you don't have chemistry you ain't gonna win many games but when you've got team chemistry you can accomplish a lot, and I think this team does have some excellent chemistry. And um, it, it's just one of those things, that It's hard to define. Mm-hmm. You know how? To, I, I think that's what coaches are always trying to. If there's a magic potion for chemistry, you could be a multi, you know, billionaire. But <laughs> it's one of those things. Sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. But I really do think this team has a uh, tremendous chemistry, and I think you saw some of that Saturday night.
4: Yeah, definitely. Just um, it's just how our locker room is. Just uh, we truly see our locker room as a family. So, I mean, just the chemistry we have, that's just from on-the-field and off-the-field things. So, I mean, we uh we all trust each other when we're on the field, and we just have full faith in uh, the guys that we're playing with and playing besides. So, I mean, that helps us tremendously on the football field.
5: Team ran 80-plus plays. You're in for a lot of those, Ryan, plus four overtime. So, uh body feel any different yesterday when you woke up compared to normal games?
4: Um Yeah, I mean, playing a game that ended close to midnight was uh, not ideal, but – I mean, it was a—it definitely was a different feeling. I mean, just coming out and um, just playing with the guys—that was—that was fun, though.
5: Yeah, uh, fun night for uh, the fans. We had a huge night on the post-game show. We were here till two o'clock, taking phone calls from people that were mm-hmm. jacked up after that one. And uh, I tell you what, uh, there, a lot of people—Troy's
6: not a big white helmet guy, but no, uh, I, of all the white helmets, I will say I like this one the best. Mm-hmm. So you are a white helmet guy. No, I'm not a white helmet guy. Okay, that's what i I would have still preferred a purple, but I'm saying I did the the this one with the script was growing on me a yeah. little bit. I was, I was just gonna want to clarify. Thank you for clarifying. But still not in the white helmet category which is what i said yeah. when we first began right. this discussion Fair. but not totally against the new one. <laughs> <laughs> whatever man you don't like the white helmets <laughs> yeah i don't
5: but uh overwhelming support for these uniforms you guys look good out there you just look good well we yeah. get to see these again i know it's not your decision ryan but are we going to wear these again this year
4: uh, i I hope so, but I mean, I think uh, I think that was just a homecoming thing. So
6: okay, yeah. I mean, I would love have them with a different combo. Yeah, keep, keep them look, in the rotation. Yeah, at least the the tops. I thought they looked cool. The were, yeah, the tops. Were nice. And I do love East Carolina back in the end zones. Mm-hmm. I, I think good, that yeah. should stay all the time. For I don't know why that ever got changed. Uh, I think it fits the end zone. It looks better. It says who we are. Um, I, you know, I've never really thought pirates in the end zone. Just it just didn't fill the end zone. Look as mm-hmm. good. And I, yeah, I think East Carolina just looks great. Clip. This is what old people talk about, right? This, this is what we care
5: about. This is you worry about what's on the field I, during the game. Yeah, we'll take. There's care been a lot of
6: talk about East <laughs> Carolina in the
10: end zone. I this know. Week. Yeah. And yeah. the
5: uh, they had the smaller font earlier in the year. Yeah. Is there a paint shortage? What are we doing?
6: One year they a couple times. This is back uh, a few chancellors, a couple chancellors ago. They when they went with that big, we were only going to be known as ECU. Push, ECU, yeah. and they put ECU in the end zone. I sure right. that didn't look right. But ECU on the <laughs> okay. helmets, fantastic. On the yeah. jersey, sure, East Carolina, but. I do think East Carolina, for folks that are listening that in the athletic department, I would just like to say I've talked to tons of alums that all agree that they thought the paint scheme with ECU in the end zone looked great.
5: Yeah, no doubt. And a uh, great look. East Carolina. And now we are going to paint it black uh, this uh, coming up Saturday. I'm Which as, I do like. I'm assuming some black unis, black yeah, all helmets. Black. Yeah. All black. All right. Yeah. All black. Do you like the all black unis? No,
4: all black's probably my favorite uh, combination we have. Yeah.
5: I like it's it. It's going to look good. Pop under the lights coming up against a very good team, Ryan. You look around the American and what's going on right now. UCF uh, is hot and uh, coming in here and uh, going to be a good opponent. What have you seen on film from those guys?
4: Um, they just have a lot of guys coming back. I mean, they have a good defense and offense that can score. So I mean, it's going to be a, uh, another challenge for us this week. I mean, we're preparing, just uh, getting ready to play them uh, this weekend.
5: And if I remember correctly, I will look it up. More of a defensive game with them last year. It wasn't really a shootout, right?
4: Yeah, it
5: was.
6: I was there, and it was. uh, It was one of those games. ECU probably should have won that game.
4: Yeah, Yeah. twenty to
1: sixteen.
6: We we really let it slip away. We had a couple mishaps, uh, you know, in the red zone. That that ECU dominated that game. Let me just say that it was kind of one of those heartbreakers that it really should have been in the win column, but it unfortunately slipped away. Got to get it back this year. It's a nice payback game for them, yeah, as yeah. I said, last chance to really do that with them. And then, Ryan, you've got a Friday
5: game off week and then another Friday game. So, uh, I don't know, you, you become such a creature of habit when you're uh, in season. Uh, you know, We'll talk more about it next week, obviously, but how does that change when you you get a, a different day you're playing on?
4: Yeah, I mean, with the earlier games, you kind of have to just, with your preparation, it just has, has to be more focused for the week. Just because you don't have you don't have that extra day um, with you playing earlier and everything, so I mean, you just have to just stay uh, stay sharp in your preparation, and just stay locked in.
5: Good deal, Ryan Jones joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Got to get to rajay so we'll let yeah, we're gonna, get back to work
6: we're gonna check in with him see how he's doing physically but uh ron good good luck this weekend we want to see some monster blocks out there awesome. and uh, i'm going to take the jinx off from clip and i say you score this weekend yes sir i All need right. it back Let's in the it. end
5: zone yeah. ron jones sounds good uh a
6: nice p- putting up 47 for uh rajay the other night
5: yeah
6: that was, pre- that was yeah.
5: i don't know if y'all planned that one but a nice right tribute. me of
6: like the Bad News Bears. Remember that kid that got hurt in the Bad News? We're doing it for, uh, what was his name, Lucas or something? Or Again, right? we're old, Ron. That's a really, <laughs> you know really about? old Clip. reference there.
5: We're, uh, nah. The Looper. We did it for the Looper. Did it for the Looper. Yeah. All right. Raj, it was kind
6: of like that type of moment uh-huh. where
5: they went out and won <laughs> for Rajay. Rajay's the Looper. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Rajay, see how surgery went, and also uh, his thoughts on the Pirates coming up with a big win in quadruple overtime the other night. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
1: Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com, the official sportswear provider of. Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Alright, back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Troy, dying to get in here. Troy D. Well,
6: I was just going to say, great uh, message there, Shirley, as we came back from our friends at University Sportswear. We well, like to remind you, this is, we're approaching, and we are in it now. We're in hoodie weather, so if you want custom hoodies for your team, or for your business, or your organization, now's the time to get it, because last year there was a shortage on hoodies, and uh, we all know supply chain issues. Right now, hoodies are in stock, so if you want to uh, have some custom gear maybe some really cool um you know shirts or comfort colors whatever the case may be gifts for your clients this year consider some custom gear with our friends at university sportswear good stuff
5: troy d here shirley rhodes the chan man and uh, we will continue on the delcor players lounge head out to the Pit Electric Live Line. A pirates scored forty seven for number forty seven the other night. Rajay Harris joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line. Rajay, how you doing today, man? I'm
3: doing great. How y'all doing? Good.
6: Doing good. Raj, great to uh have you on with us. I know last week was a big week for you. You had your surgery. Uh give us an update, first of all, how it went. Uh, and we know you're in full recovery mode, it looks like from the outside looking in everything went good but give us a perspective how how it went last week and how you're doing and how you're progressing.
3: Uh, everything went well. Uh, I had a bed uh, at the at the place at 6:15 Thursday morning. Um I got out of there about 11, uh came home, feeling good. Uh, went to sleep, got some good rest. Uh what got me was the next day though, I kind of have forgot to take my pills. Uh, that morning, like 4 a.m., because I really wasn't sure if I had to take them. Because, like I said, it's my first surgery. I didn't really know a lot, but uh, I kind of found out quick when I ain't take my pills. Uh, the second day was probably the worst day ever, but uh, other than that, it's really been good. Kind of mad my 49ers lost last night. <laughs> but then I, uh, you know, felt better when Cowboys lost too. So, you know, I just been good, good spirits. Uh, watching the guys play on Saturday.
5: Um, Like I said, good spirit, man. That's awesome. A Cowboys loss really heals all wounds, Troy D. We we just learned that with Rajay Harris. Yeah, it's kind of like one
6: of those things, you know, when you see NC State or North Carolina lose, it picks up your spirits
4: a little bit. Brings
6: everybody together. It's a great thing. Rajay, we really, like,
5: take for granted the, uh, Modern medicine, these doctors, these surgeries—I mean, they are a huge deal, and they, yeah. they put you under. And uh, you've been in some like physical football games and done a lot of things in life. But like, were you—you know—were you nervous at all heading into this thing? You always keep your head up, but was it scary at all for you?
3: Honestly, no. I uh, usually like my palms are sweat, or like you know my feet would get cold or something, but none of that happened. Uh, I think I was just ready to go and get the process started.
6: Talking to Rajah Harris, he is ECU running back. He's out for the season with the injury. So this was, uh I believe, the, was this your first game out? Am I getting my timeline Second game. Right? Second game out. But this was, I, I don't know, I don't think, were you on the sideline, Raj, or you were recovering at home on this game?
3: I, I was recovering at home.
6: That's what I thought. So what, how was it for you? This is probably the first game you've had to watch ECU football as a spectator on TV. How difficult is that, you know, trying to uh, – you're you're such a big part of this team and, and normally would be there on the sidelines with them. How tough was that having to watch it on T V?
3: It was hard, man. It was it was very hard. Um I tried to keep my emotions in the best I could. Um as soon as the game came on, like I felt like I was gonna just break down and cry, but you know, like I just love to see them boys get after it out there. Right there. Uh, it just made me so happy just seeing like all the work them boys put in. You know, it's finally like, you know, being displayed the right way. You know, it looked like there was a lot of fans out there. and The guys just had fun.
6: What, was it nerve-wracking to you just watching it on TV and, and seeing the, uh, first of all, Pirates go down big, but then the, the comeback and then in the four overtimes?
3: With all honesty, yes. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? But something in me already knew that we wasn't we wasn't going to back down from the fight. So, you know, me and my dad was here talking. We was down 13-0, and I told him, I was like, we scored before half, we, we fine, we're perfect. And, you know, we did what we did. Came out second half, and you know, we played
5: ball. Talking to Rajay Harris, pit Electric Clive line. You used the old baseball reference earlier with Ron Jones, uh, Bad News Bears. I'll use Major League where uh, manager Lou Brown is in the hospital bed yelling, watching the game, on, t- <laughs> listening to it on the radio. Uh, but, Rajay, how about – I didn't know this until you tweeted something about it. I didn't pick up on it. Uh, 47 points uh, for number 47 the other night. Sometimes those things feel like they're just meant to be or something, but uh, yeah. that, that's pretty cool, right?
3: Yeah, that was wild right there. I was actually coming down to my room because I didn't, I didn't even watch overtime, so my connection went out to the TV <laughs> and I couldn't watch overtime. So I was scrolling on my news feed on Twitter, and um, I had finally got in bed and got comfortable, and I lied on Twitter, and it said 47. So my stepmom was like, uh, you see that number? So I was like, Yeah, I see it. You know, and the game was still going, I think it was just before they tried to uh throw the ball to the tight end on the last play of the game. And uh, all I heard was screams from upstairs. So they was happy, they was happy. So I logged on, I seen it, and I was like, That was wow. Like the last number, you know, is forty seven. It's just I don't know, it's like, you know, guys talking to me, just telling me that everything's gonna be alright.
5: Awesome stuff. Rajay Harris joining us, uh, Pit Electric live line. Your uh, running mate, Keaton Mitchell, with a huge one the other night. 29 carries, 155 yards, uh, and three touchdowns for Keaton Mitchell the other night. And how about, uh, were you watching in overtime? You might have missed his play where he caught the ball in the flat and made that guy miss, Rajay. But, man, what a game for on Keaton.
3: On YouTube the next day, yeah. actually. And uh, uh, a matter, matter of fact, Keaton was over here. We watched it together. I had told him what would happen to the TV or whatever, so we watched it all over again. And I've seen the move, I've seen all of it. It was just, you know, the guys out there having fun.
6: Yeah, the guy from Memphis may have to have ankle surgery clip. Yeah, that's uh, that tough approach. for him. Poor <laughs> one out for him. Yeah, but, uh, man, great touchdown. Keith Mitchell breaking people's ankles out there.
5: Xavier Smith joining us uh, here in the studio as well. Xavier, good to see you, man. Good to see you guys. What's up? Congratulations on the uh, victory. We'll talk to you about the defense's effort in a moment. But, Rajay, so what's your uh, your plan the rest of the way? Are you going to be able to go to any more games this year, or are you uh, going to be healing up away from the team?
3: Oh, I'm planning on going to the UCF game this weekend. Uh, just it just depends on how my rehab goes and what my family thinks. Uh, but I'm sure I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to going out there and chilling the
6: guys. Now I will say this: be careful on the sideline because, as you know, people do get hurt sometimes just on the sideline with those plays coming fast, and you're not as mobile. So I want you to be careful where you stand now, so you don't get hit on
10: the sideline again. Most definitely. Most definitely.
5: Put them in a bubble or something yeah. over there. <laughs> Raj, hey, great to hear you. Uh, you're smiling and laughing, man, and, and great to talk with you. Keep up the good work. And I, I like earlier you said, when I asked you about the surgery, you said you were ready to just get the process underway. I think it's a good way to look at it. You can't heal up till you have your surgery, and you can't heal up till you go through rehab. So uh, step one, I guess, uh, underway, and uh, you're, you're looking forward, ready to go. Yes, sir, I am. I
3: appreciate
5: y'all. Thanks, Raj. There's Rajay Harris joining us, pit Electric Live Line, and Xavier, you're uh, out there on the field playing for yourself, your family, your team, your school, but
10: uh, guys like Rajay as well, right? Uh, Playing for him. Yeah, for sure. I just seen uh, Rajay earlier today uh, when he was leaving the facility. I was just talking to him and his mom and his girlfriend, uh, just trying to keep him positive, you know, because he's a a tough individual. He's always positive. He keeps me going. He keeps the team going. So, you know, he's a crucial piece to... uh, you know why we play so hard so a part of the reason we go out there and play is that for reasons like that we you know we have guys who you know would do anything to be out there with us and you know just unfortunate situations. so yeah, it's, it's heavy on all of us but you know we just pray for him and wish the best a speedy recovery xavier smith joining us xavier how
5: crazy is it that last year we make a big deal of the two-point stop at memphis and your uh, beautiful backflip right there in midfield this year, another two point stop in overtime against Memphis. Uh, I already know the answer for people that didn't see it on
10: Twitter. Did you perform another backflip after the game? I would. I actually thought about it. I swear as soon as we won, I was running. I was like, should I hit a backflip? Was it the slide like, instead? I didn't slide. I saw anything. some guys
6: slide, but I couldn't tell I started
10: running, and then I was like, dang. And so I started feeling sore. As soon as I started running, <laughs> I was like, I stopped running instantly and just started shaking the other team's hand. That way I could hurry up and get back to the locker room. Because, uh, you know, it was a long, taxing game, and yeah. I was just, you know, happy we got the dub. I wasn't worried about anything else.
11: I think Kerry King hit a backflip.
10: I saw a video oh, good. somewhere on Facebook. Yeah, I think Kerry King it. hit one. That might be a little Memphis tradition.
5: Uh, yeah, let's keep that thing going every <laughs> year. For real. Uh, man, what a game! You guys were out there on the field a lot and uh, having to play in those four overtimes. I asked uh, Jeremy earlier, did you know? Because he said the coaches talk about it. But did you know all the rules as far as you got to go for two here and then you start the two point and no. all that?
10: I <laughs> no? no clue. Like every <laughs> single time, I thought we were going back out in the offense. Like no, it's us. I was like, how that don't even make sense? Like. <laughs> what's the rules but well, I just went out there you know and just tried to do our job best of our ability well and I think
6: a lot of fans didn't realize too the the rules had changed for yeah. overtime where the second time you have to go for two because yeah. people thought we were going for two instead of trying to kick the extra point which by the way some nice adjustments by Coach Houston and stuff. staff you know they put um, what was it Conrad yeah uh, out Andrew there who, Conrad. who did a great job which I thought was uh an excellent adjustment, but a lot of folks thought they were afraid, but that's the rule I believe that you gotta, after the first one you gotta go for two, they're trying mm-hmm. to speed it up so you don't have like eight, I think they had that one game where they had like eight overtimes, that one year clip yeah. and they tried to adjust it where it doesn't happen all the time, would you, do you like the way it is the overtime, or would you rather do it like old school kind of like NFL where
10: you kick sudden death as they used to call it or, um, you know, where the first person to score wins. Yeah, I mean in a perfect world, you know, that is the tr- normal tradition I'm used to. So, like, you know, I know in the NFL, that's how it typically goes. And in college, it's a little bit different. But I kind of like how the college one works. It's kind of beneficial for both sides. It's just really. You just get a crack at it. Yeah. Like, yeah.
5: It's a lot better than it was when we were growing up. They mm-hmm. had ties. I know. So. It's terrible. Yeah, no ties. I hate I'm not ties. a big fan of ties. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier, according to the participation chart, you played sixty-two plays the other night. That's a lot of plays in
10: a football game. So you feel you still feeling that, or you? I am definitely still feeling that. Uh, Like I said, I just seen Rajay earlier for uh, rehab. We be in there uh, a lot of the time, so we always talk about the same stuff. You know, just uh, recovery, how what things we're going to try to get back better. Now,
6: what do you do when you do rehab? Like, what are you doing? What's your rehab consist of?
10: Um, I focus on lower half because you know I have. Prior lower body, uh, lower body injuries. So I just focus on my lower half and getting you know my knees back right. So what is um, it uh, like?
6: Stretching? Is it a massage? Like what? What are uh,
10: it's everything? Uh, ice tub, cold tubs going back and forth. Okay. Um, the recovery boots. I do a uh, stem needling. I'm terrified of needles. I do needling. Uh, so yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, a little yeah, bit everything. combination of everything. Yeah.
6: I thought of you guys at the tail. This is a true story clip. I know you're gonna think this is crazy. I thought of you guys at our tailgate zone i had a, i was searching for a uh actually a pepsi believe it or not for my kids so in the way ellerby had the cooler, they were at the very bottom of the cooler we have these big boat coolers and they're full of ice mm-hmm. and i couldn't find i had to keep digging through the ice to find one and my hand was only in there for like eight to ten seconds and i was like i could barely feel my <laughs> yeah. arm and hand i, I was like Oh, my God. I couldn't believe what this must feel like. Yeah. If you got to go in an ice tub, because that's basically what it was, a little bit of water and it's full yeah. of ice, and that's what an night you know, you're you're just getting your whole body in. I could barely pull out a freaking can
10: of Pepsi without dying. I don't yeah, know how you guys
6: do it where you sit
10: in it. That's why I have to contrast, because I had to sit in the cold tub, yeah, I couldn't make it. My feet would start hurting, but, you know, sometimes you get used to it. But for me, weirdly, you know, I, it helps when I go from hot to cold, because, like... I guess my body's just warming. it just... So you, if you
6: start hot, you can do it.
10: Yeah, but yeah. even once that wear off, I'm like, all right, it's time to get out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Get back in hot. But
6: I've got some, you know. It's stick your hand in an ice-cold cooler clip for and see how long you can keep it there. All right.
5: Ice-cold cooler challenge. Yeah, that, that could be a new way one. to Pirate <laughs> Radio. Uh, Xavier Smith joining us. Uh, Xavier got down 17 nothing. The offense scores, and then the defense makes a play to really kind of flip the whole game the the malik fleming interception that set up another touchdown then second half julius wood gets one takes it in uh how about defense turning to offense you guys were out there uh helping ecu score points the other night
10: yeah i mean as a as a group you know me us the guys we try to emphasize that during the week uh you know we talk about it all the time we want to make more turnovers force more turnovers so that was a Goal we had this week. and you know those guys they do the same things in practice, so in the game it just comes natural. Uh, Julius, I didn't know he had those kind of moves Man. to get in the box, so you know I had a, I probably could have hit a backflip after that one because I was <laughs> so excited for him and just you know the work he's put in and the things he's doing to help us win. And, you know a lot of the guys, uh, Chandre, you know was. Yeah, Changing the game for us. A lot of guys that were just stepping up and, you know, laying it all out there for each other. You know, that's, you know, a true brotherhood. We talk about it from the
5: offense perspective of how many two-point plays do you got if you get into one of these situations? How about from a defensive standpoint, Xavier? You're probably looking at film all week. All right, this is what Memphis does inside the five and everything. So Mm -hmm. did y'all have all that ready to go in overtime? Like you kind of knew – or at least thought you knew what might be coming on those plays?
10: Yeah, I was actually—well, me personally, I was super excited because the first time they came out, they came in a formation that we knew. Like, well, I knew what was coming, so I was like, oh, bet. Like, our chances are pretty good. I was already letting everybody know what, uh, what we've seen on film, what we expected to come, and then I think they called a timeout or something where they changed their formation, and then I was just like, dang. My, <laughs> my, my mind went blank, but, uh, you know, it's definitely like some— it's hit or miss because those are like your best plays to try to trick people, uh, cause smoke and mirrors, distractions, yeah. get your eyes in a different place. So it's really difficult, you know, even if you do know what's coming to still stop those kind of plays.
6: Got some momentum rolling into uh, this game this weekend in Greenville. It's a night game again, 730 kickoff. It's a uh, blackout, so uh, the team will be dressed in all black. They're encouraging fans to uh, also dress in black. UCF coming in here with some momentum. They're 5-1 and one on the year. They just rolled up 70 points against Temple in yeah, case folks weren't man. paying attention last weekend. So this is uh, obviously a high-powered offense. For sure, it's going to yeah. be up to you and your teammates to stop them.
10: Are you nervous? Um, I want to use the word nervous, but we definitely have our hands full. Uh, I actually was able to watch a little bit of the game. I have a friend who goes to Temple. I was talking to him a little bit about the things they do and stuff like that. But, you know, they're definitely a high-powered offense. we got to come ready to play, like, for real. Uh, their quarterback... Uh, he's doing great things. They're putting up, I've seen like 700 total yards. They put up 600 in other games. Uh, you know, they have playmakers across the board in all positions. Um, so we definitely have to be ready to play, take this week series, you know, get our bodies ready to play this kind of football game.
5: That's interesting. You always hear coaches say that they'll talk to their their friends in the business about what this team does. Mm-hmm. How many guys
10: from opposing teams have you talked to like that? That's pretty uh, unique. Th- not many, yeah. but, you know, this we got just happened to get lucky. Uh, yeah. One of my friends go there. He played D line there, and uh, you know, I had a conversation with him just to see uh the things they were doing, what he's seen offensively from them, you know, what uh things maybe they went over to help us out a little bit, you know, just trying to get, you know, anything I can to try to help the team get better. Where's his
6: loyalty a lot? His friendship with you or his uh, loyalty? Well, he's with, with Temple. Not oh, Temple, U- Temple. Yeah, Temple. That's yeah right. definitely
10: with <laughs> Temple. You know, i don't ask some crazy stuff like, "Give me y'all game plan." You know, it's like, I thought it was uh, okay. I yeah. got, I got mixed up. That's a good point. Yeah. It's different than like the business side. It's more like a friendship, just checking up on them. But yeah, he'll give you what UCF
5: does. He won't give you what his team is doing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
10: Yeah.
6: You could ask. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Might as well. You got him later this this year. He got nothing to lose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Xavier Smith joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. So uh, uh, the Unis looked great the other night. Y'all looked good. Played good in them. And now you go uh, all black this week, right? Blackout coming
10: up. Yeah, we had. This year is going to be wild with the uniforms. We got different helmets, different color helmets. You know, just like I said the last time, don't let it be a distraction and come ready to play.
6: This is the most uniform combinations we've ever had. I was going to say. I will
10: say that. We that used the, to like clamor for
6: this stuff, right? Yeah. And now we, we finally got be it. Be careful what you wish for. You <laughs> might get it. <laughs> yeah, now, now too many damn uniforms. Sure we don't like being told what to wear. I so he, Well, I like to choose what I want to wear game day. And I was going to go with, I've got a, a cool Pirate Radio black shirt. I was going to yeah. wear for the tailgate yesterday. But then I'm like, well, next week is the blackout. I should probably save it for that. Well, I can't so, you just wear them? I like, don't want to wear them. The same thing back to back. I've worn something different every game. Who's every paying week. attention
5: to this other than you? I,
6: well, we take pictures. I don't want to be in the same thing yeah, every week in the photos. I and I, you know, I put some thought into what I wear, Cliff.
5: I know you feel that, Xavier. You are a there's still a young man, a kid that likes to look good, but Troy... Look good,
6: tailgate go, tail good, is what I say. Feel good. <laughs> all right, whatever works for you. Who am I to, to say? Yeah. But I I do like the all-black look. I, I yeah. think those unis are one of my favorite. I, I think we'll obviously br- bl- break out the black helmets again, mm-hmm. which I like. For sure. Um, so I'm excited about that. There were years... Before you were here, yeah. Xavier, uh, I clamored for... Yeah, we had black uniforms in baseball we had black uniforms in basketball Basketball. but we never had a black football uniform Mm -hmm. jersey and I was beating the drum louder than anybody we should have a black East Carolina jersey I think it would look sharp it was awesome we never had a blackout game so then finally many years ago it wasn't you know but recent history clip have to go it was research. the uh, Carden team, right? Rough and yeah, it was, it was the first. We had a black. It was a huge success, mm-hmm. and we've kept it rolling ever since. So I'm never going to complain about having a blackout game or wearing black jerseys because that's what I had fought for so long ago. Yeah, so I, I like it. I think it's awesome. That is one color combination. I think it's cool to break out occasionally. Yeah. I you think know? we
10: should wear it more often. Yeah, all blacks.
6: Whatever works, too. If you win in it,
5: uh, yeah. keep
10: it
6: rolling. So, uh,
5: Xavier, good stuff, man. We'll let you get back to uh, your day off, which we don't really get many in.
6: Yeah, what's what's left for Do you have to go back and uh, do stuff today, or are you going to rest up and then hit it hit it hard
10: tomorrow? Uh, well, I already went to rehab. Uh, ran a few errands for our little day off. We got some free time, so I ran a few errands. Had to come here, you know, pie radio, do my thing, chill with the guys, have some fun. Next, I got meetings at 4:30, so we're gonna think finally going to UCF in depth, uh, get our game plan, get a couple, and watch a few players, just get our minds ready for practice tomorrow. And then I might go to the movies later. Uh, What's the new Halloween movie? S- the Smile. I heard the Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. Smile. I heard it's yeah. terrible, the Halloween movie. Yeah, I did, too. That's yeah, why I do my money. You know, money already tight. I don't sca- know. The Smile
6: movie is kind of scary. That's creepy, but I probably Yeah, that's why you know. I'm
10: scared of scary movies, too. <laughs> I'm trying to face my fears. I yeah. don't know a lot about it, but the promoting has been crazy. They've
5: had people, like, planted in these yeah. baseball playoff games yeah. just smiling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is really
6: creepy. I was Ascate, one at Dowdy yeah. Field Stadium a few weeks ago clip. <laughs>
5: that's right. Yeah. We saw you. Maybe for you. a different reason it was a
6: paid deal you could not stop (laughs) smiling and laughing for whatever reason in that game um it was only sitting next to you and chandler you guys just put me in such a good mood i will say i talked to a ton of people at our tailgate zone this past weekend and uh, unsolicited folks their favorite day of the week is Monday to hear the Players Lounge, that they really, really enjoy oh, yeah. hearing you guys. Oh, and it, you know, yeah, I know As that. I said, unsolicited, just had a ton of folks come up to me and just say how much they enjoy these segments. So we appreciate you obviously yeah, joining man. us each and
5: every week. We
10: appreciate them. Appreciate Remind
5: them, us, uh, Xavier, on your schooling. Have you graduated yet?
10: Yes, I already graduated.
5: Yeah, so that's kind of just going right now. A yes, pretty so. breezy. Uh, he's breezy. a professional
6: football player.
10: Yeah. Yeah, at East kinda, Carolina. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I already graduated. Right now, I'm taking classes for uh, get my certificate. And you know, grad school different ball games, especially with like managing that and still dedicating enough time to be over prepared in football because you know that's what kind of league we're in. You know, you got to really prepare for these yeah. teams. So it's been a struggle, uh, if I'm being honest. It's been hard, but you know, I'm trying my best to hang in there. and Good stuff. Know, get my best for the team.
5: Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Xavier. Enjoy. Thank you, man. as always. I appreciate man. you guys. Thank you. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Miles Berry going to join us on the Pit Electric Live line. Got Jeremy Lewis, Isaiah Winstead, also coming up later on on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Troy D., you back?
6: Oh Yeah, you know what?
5: I'm going to stick. We'll talk to Miles together. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. We got that coming up when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
1: Listening to Hour Two of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University SportswearNC.com. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock.
5: All right, Hour 2, Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Still to come on today's show, got Jeremy Lewis joining us, Isaiah Winstead. We'll also talk some football with Double B, Brian Bailey. Right now, we'll head back out to the Pitt Electric Live line, continue on with the Delcor Players Lounge with Miles Berry, East Carolina linebacker, who joins us today on Pi Radio Live. Miles, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for
0: having me.
5: Yes, sir. Appreciate you joining us. And uh, what a game the other night, Miles! as you guys were able to outlast Memphis in four overtimes. And you personally, uh, like a lot of guys on this team, banged up right now miles but uh we got a lot of calls on the fifth quarter postgame show about just how proud the the fans the alums were of uh, the grit the guts you showed uh as a team i know you yourself are kind of gutting it out right now so man uh i know you had to be pleased with the performance in that w the other night
0: oh man most definitely like four overtimes that was history in itself uh long game but it was a fight it was a battle and and Shout out to Memphis. That's a great football team in itself, and you know they they were in a lot of positions to win. You know the game could have went both ways, but uh, the ball bounced in our favor, and, and it was just a great thing to be able to get that home homecoming win at that. You know, and, and Dowdy Fig.
6: Miles, this is Troy D. as as we know, so many of these games can't come down to a, a play or two. That's the difference in the game, right towards the end. Luckily, it went East Carolina's way this time. Uh, but what what Great energy that brings to this program, and when you can build on that, especially going into this this week with a tough game against UCF.
0: Yeah, well, it was just a lot of great moments throughout the game, offensively, defensively, special teams played very well. You know, it was it was just one of those games. It was a battle, Um, but that's how that's how all of the games are going to be. You know, our conference, you know, just as anybody else, you know, our conference is no it's no easy conference every week you got to come prepared and you got to have to put your best foot forward and play your best game in order to get wins in this conference and we have a tough game coming up UCF uh but we're ready for it you know we're ready for battle and it's going to be another good one
6: we got miles berry east carolina linebacker on the pit electric live line inside the delcor players lounge miles first of all how are you doing physically because uh, this is the time of year everybody's getting banged up some uh what's going on with you right now
0: yeah, I'm good, man. Just kind of, uh, I had a a foot injury uh, last week against Tulane, so just trying to nursing that back. Uh, you know, hitting rehab very heavily, but you know, I'm good. You know, it, it's that time of the year. You know, middle of the season where you're, you know, you have some nicks and bumps, and but you just got to keep pushing through and got to put yourself before the team. I mean, well, put the team before yourself. You know, so that's kind of my main thing, and so. Uh, just showing that, showing that grit and toughness, but definitely that time of the year.
5: And as an older player uh, that's been around a while, Miles, uh, how you know how long did it take you to learn about the recovery side, the uh, the I guess nutrition side? It's more than just going out there, you know, lifting weights, playing football. You got to learn how to train that body to get through this season. So you're a you're a seasoned vet at it uh, at this point, Miles. But did it take you a while to kind of understand all that?
0: Yeah, most definitely. You know, coming in as a freshman, you're kind of only used to a high school regimen and kind of a high school method of kind of getting your body back. But in college, college is totally different. It's a different animal. So it's something that you have to learn. I feel like it really clicked for me the more I started playing and the the more sore I was going going into the season. So in that preparation, just throughout the year, you know, starting really in, in spring ball and going through the summer, that's why the summer is so important to get your body as physically ready for the season as possible because the season is – it's it's a grueling season. So, yeah, it, it took me some time, but, but it's something that every athlete learns uh, for themselves.
5: Miles Berry joining us. Uh, man, just two really game-changing plays the other night on the defensive side of the ball. And the one happened in the first half late. Malik Fleming really giving you guys a lot of momentum heading into the locker room with his pick and return. And then how about Julius Wood uh, leading the way to the end zone, diving into the end zone after his pick six uh, defense. Not just forcing turnovers, Miles, but turning that into points, turning that into
0: offense. Yeah, that's uh, turnovers win games, man. You, you got to uh, be able to control turnovers and especially defensively those were two huge plays, and like you said they they led to scores and uh great job our offense being able to convert and score on those on those big plays so that was really just a hats off to them they made some great plays and that's, that's what we have to do every week as a defense in order to win.
5: I meant to bring it up with Holden earlier, Troy, but he's uh, 26 to 34, 304, one touchdown. The big stat, no interceptions. I yeah. Mean, he played that's, a clean game. Yeah. And the Memphis quarterback Hennigan had
6: two interceptions. A lot of times, those can, can be the differences there. Yeah. And, and Miles, it's rare to go you know into overtime. That doesn't happen that often. But then they have four of them. What was going through your head where that kind of bend but don't break, you, you know? And. It was one of those deals where I know you wanted the game to end and just move on, and it came down to that last play. What was going on uh, with you guys defensively?
0: Well, we were just saying, you know, it's, it's our it's our turn to make a play. You know, we have to make a play. We have to stop them, and we have to bowl up. These are the type of plays that we dream about making. Um, so we were just coming together as a, as a defense and as a unit. Really, the whole team was, you know, because we were cheering on the offense as soon as the offense made a play they were cheering right right for us to make a play when we were on uh, the defensive side of the ball. So we just came together as a team, and we were able to just get a really great win and just fight it out to the end.
6: It is, You're right, though. It is one of those plays that you kind of dream about as a kid. You know, the whole game, everything you work for, comes down to one single play.
0: Right. One play. I mean, but you got to lock in on that one play. You know, it's a lot of things that come together throughout the game that, Uh, don't go your way, you know, and you just have to do your job. And everybody has to be on one accord to make the play happen and win.
5: We're so – you're so focused on the next play and everything. We can kind of think about other things. I was thinking about, you know, this is kind of creepy. Like, we had the same situation with Memphis – last year are they going to get their revenge on us this time or will it end the same way it ends the exact same way them going for two east carolina getting the stop when all that's happening on the field miles are you thinking about that at all like hey we just had this same situation against this same team a year ago
0: it was definitely popped up in my head a couple of times like man this is this is kind of crazy it's so ironic you know it's like we we were just here like you said but hey we we definitely topped the excitement of last year even though last year was the game to uh put us bowl eligible so that game was historical in itself but this one was even more historical with a four overtime victory so i think we've seen the start of a great memphis ecu rivalry football rivalry potentially you know but definitely like i said that's a great football team and they executed well you know all all phases of the game you know but the the ball just bounced our way so that's it's great, getting
5: a big win. That's a good point, Miles. Because uh, Troy, a lot of these teams are going to be leaving us. Uh, Memphis yeah. sticking around. The American, maybe yeah. the maybe there's we can do it good. again
0: to
6: them next year. Let's go. Let's yeah. play in OT again, Miles. This might be a better question for Coach Houston, but I was you know I was thinking about this, watching y'all go back and forth, back and forth on the overtime thing. I wonder why the need to go, you know, because everyone gets it on the same yard line. Why do they go one end of the field, then the next end of the field, then the back of the, you know, why back and forth? It just seems like a lot of a rigmarole. To uh, get the plays in, why not just stay on one side? You know, what's your perspective on that?
0: I I truly have no idea because when we were moving the second time, it was like either the second or third time. I'm like, we're moving again, so I, I really don't know. But you know, that's that's probably the least of my worries. I'm just trying to get coached up, uh, look at any adjustments, think about you know what the coach is thinking and in different situations. So I'm just trying to get all the adjustments I can, but Man, I don't know. Yeah. Whenever you find out, you let me
6: know. All right. I'm going I'm <laughs> to dig into that a little bit. Poor Bron Bailey almost pulled a hammy trying to get back and forth down yeah. the field. You know, I'm just trying to look out for my brothers in the media here, too. But uh, because they did ha- they have to sprint back and forth. A lot of leg work there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Miles, I remember last year. And I mean, everybody the a chain, all the everything. Yeah.
6: It just seems like it would be easier just to stay on one side and go with it. Yeah. I remember last year,
5: Miles, uh, Bruce Bivens talking about that final play. He said that. Once they lined up to go for two, you guys knew exactly what they were going to run because you had prepared for it. A moment ago, Xavier said one of the looks they gave you, he said, man, I know this. I know this play. And then they checked out of it went to a different play. So, you know, how prepared were you guys? You were able to stop them on a run uh, for a two-point conversion to keep the game going. You got the final stop as well. Were you guys pretty well prepared for what they showed you there at the end of that game?
0: Yeah, we – we knew some of the tendencies that they had leading going into the game, especially on two point convergence and low red zone uh, and low red zone moments. So, you know, you kind of have some checks and different things that you're looking at based off what you studied that whole week prior leading up to the game. But honestly, at the stab of the ball, you, you really don't know what's going to happen. You know, you just got to play fast, trust any in instinct that you have and, and really just see ball, get ball at that point. But yeah, we were just really proud of the defense for being able to make make those plays when we needed them.
5: And a, another thing too, you guys have had so many goal line stands already this year. I don't know if you're thinking about those at the moment, but at least you you're certainly got the confidence that these guys aren't getting in here, right?
0: Yeah, the confidence level is through the roof. You know, with the success that we had that we've had, we just try to execute like it's our like it's the first one. You know, every time, man. Going to the game, like I said, you you know what cheats that you have, and you know what different things that you're looking for in the red zone, the low red zone. So you just try to execute to the best of the ability.
6: Miles, uh, we talked about it last week. Had the throwback unis on for the first time uh, for homecoming, a uh, nod to the '70s, '80s, and '90s Pirates team. I thought it was, you know, kind of cool. How they uh, how they put that together this week? It's the blackout, the all black look, and the uh, helmets and the jerseys and the pants. Uh, your thoughts on that?
0: Oh, you know, I love the all black. Well, it was great. The homecoming uniforms were fantastic. I thought they were. I really liked them. Um, I, I like I like the colors. You know, I like the theme of the kind of like the font of the numbers. I just I thought they looked really nice, and and even with the white helmets to match them. Uh, but blackout is my personal favorite. I love that. You know, it's just something so intimidating about all black, you know. So, um, really ready, ready for that, ready for all the fans and daddy to wear all black, you know, to black it out too. So, it's gonna be, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, and I,
6: first, I think that's the thing we can all agree on. At least I can agree on all these guys that we all enjoy the black unis the best. Um, I will. I want to give a shout out to ECU too. The, the graphics department. I thought the throw. Now these weren't graphics ECU used to use. I don't want to confuse people, but it was kind of a throwback to a, a '90s type of graphic, uh, almost a Sega Genesis type of look. Tecmo from the Bowl. Tecmo Bowl type of deal. I thought that was a cool touch. When the Pirates scored And even during the game The yeah. graphics they used The graphic package Was kind of a A retro look It wasn't the, You know And one I don't think we had a scoreboard That could do stuff like that before So there was no like Really imagery They could go to Other than just use Some of the older logos But I really thought That was kind of cool too How they did that do the you grade.
5: notice that stuff Miles uh, During the game?
0: Yeah the, the Jumbotron I saw that it was like That old Kind of Sega Genesis look um, Especially when we scored You know It was like you know some cool graphics and that, and I like the little mini, the little mini screens around the perimeter of Dowdy uh, on the field. I, I really like those. I like how they match with the jumbotron. So, whoever was uh, was over that, um, the technical side of that man, they, hats off to you because. You really made Dowdy come alive.
6: And the theme they use now with the third down, the money down. Yeah. You know, I don't it's kinda cat it's kinda grown on me, I gotta yeah. be honest. The dun dun or how I gotta get the and that's all I gotta get the audio for the we can run that.
0: Yeah, that's all Coach Harrell right there. Uh he he brought that money down, uh, tradition and kind of culture to the defense and it it's really stuck and in, in year three, you know, year three of the defense, so you can really see how the the fan base and, and everybody, well, not year three, year four, actually. But the fan base and everybody is uh, really involved with it and really into it. So it's, it's good to see. Do yeah. you know that
5: song that they play on 3rd Down Miles? I've heard a lot of people ask. I don't know the answer.
0: Yeah, it's um it's Down For My end. You know, I can't say the again. Wait, hold on. Say, <laughs> wait,
5: say that one more time. <laughs> down
0: For My, yeah, in Down For My, and then by C. Murda. All
5: right. So down for my yeah. and by C murder.
0: All right. Yeah, down for my.
6: There you go. Down for my. Murder. Yeah.
5: All right. Good, good stuff. stuff. I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna Google that up, yeah.
6: as we used to say, yeah. and uh, put that on my playlist clip. Good. Good stuff. What's the other one too? I hate to sound like an old guy, and I asked someone this earlier. Troy, you're an old guy. Embrace it. I don't identify as an old guy. Embrace it. You um, got to embrace it. What's the song they play where everyone starts to sway, sway? You know. What is it? It's the club song. Oh,
0: um, that's swag, sir. That's it, uh, swag. That's but what's flag. the name? I
6: looked. Uh, yeah, I googled swag, but it wasn't the song. What's the name of the song? It's swag, sir. Swag, sir, is the surf. Name. surf. Oh, so surf. that's it. That's it. That's swag, surf. surf. That's exactly right. I remember my buddy from Still Life telling me that a couple years ago, but I couldn't remember the name of it. Swag Surf. That really, I gotta be honest, that kind of energizes the fans a little bit. Even the old people were like into that
0: song. Especially when everybody gets into it and you kind of swag and then you swag faster on beat. You know, if if we were, I feel like if kind of like all the fans saw a video of kind of how it would go and the whole crowd. We could have a training session. Even... It can even be crazier than what it is. Yeah. All right. So,
6: swag surf by who?
0: Hold on. Let me let me make sure. Y'all... I forgot who, who
6: raps. Clip. I'm not even going to ask you.
5: Because <laughs> that fast life youngsters. Does that sound right? Yep.
6: Fast yeah. Fast
0: life Youngsters.
5: All right. All right. And that, that was
6: popular a couple years ago, right? Yeah. It's an older song. Like you know, it's not it's not a new release or anything. It's been out for a while. Hey Miles, if you could take like Miles, if you could take one hour
5: out of your week to just hang out with Troy D and try to make him a little cooler, (laughs) maybe.
6: So I'm gonna start um, "Swag Surf" by Fast Life Youngsters. I'm gonna start jamming to that. Yeah. And then "Down for My" (laughs) by Sea Murder. (laughs) I I like that one too. That's gonna be my muddy down song. All right, I'm gonna start playing that at the beach clip. Yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you should do some swag surfing out there. All right. Well, I might go do that.
5: Good stuff. Miles down at the beach tavern. This is like Miles talking to his like old uncles about the (laughs) internet and stuff.
6: (laughs) No, I mean I'm familiar with these songs. I just couldn't I didn't know the names of them. You know? Yeah, we got now that I know the names, I can share this with all our friends. And we can put it out there for the Pirate Nation. I know other people were wondering the same thing, Clip, but they didn't have the guts to ask. This is
5: how things work. Uh, Things are cool, and then old people learn about them and tell other old people, and they're not cool. But if
6: we can get the whole stadium swag surfing, like we have the whole stadium sing Neil Diamond songs like they did last week, or uh, Bon Jovi, this would be cool. We're halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway there, swagging yeah. on a prayer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miles. This thing has had the uh, energy of uh, living on a prayer.
6: Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That, yeah, uh,
6: that would be crazy, uh, Miles. And I hate to sound like old, but it would be lit. I oh know that.
5: Oh, we gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> That's no cap. I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't. I can't do anymore, Miles. You're the man. Thanks for joining <laughs> Thank us, you, man. Miles. Good luck.
0: Thank you, thank you. Always a pleasure.
5: That's called uh, trying to be hip with Miles Berry. That's a new segment, Troy. <laughs> yeah. Every week we got a. On Monday we have try to be hip, and on uh,
6: Thursdays we have ask the owner. And then on Friday you break your hip. <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, All right. Those are no. I wrote those down because I am actually going to um, good have those in the repertoire. Good stuff. Uh, right. I was going to say my iPod. Hey. <laughs> When you go pick up the boys from school, whenever you do, blare that. Oh, actually, that was a great idea. Blare it. Yeah, swag surf when I come Blare some C-Murda. Yeah. I'm sure they're familiar with it. Yeah. Yeah, I should have just asked them. All right, Troy D. All right. That was a fun show. Learn something new every day. at least my segment. But this is going by fast, clip. I know, you keep saying that. Half the show's in the books. It is. Yep. Uh, Thanks for hanging out. Bailey? Uh, We got Jeremy Lewis. All right, good deal. Good seeing you. Uh, Joanders beat the Bears. Congratulations, Clip. Yeah. It was one of the worst displays of professional football I have ever seen by either team. Uh, it was definitely a pillow fight, like with no stuffing in the pillow. It was like almost a pillowcase fight. Pillow fight? It, it was a pillowcase fight. It was so bad. Uh, the Bears are beyond terrible. I am a. I'm off. I'm. I don't even want. To, I don't wanna wear my bear gear anymore. I don't don't, know why you I don't don't even know if I wanna talk about I don't even know who we're playing this week. I am totally disgusted by them. Disgusted clip. I don't know why you don't
5: listen to me anymore. I told you the whole time they suck. They stank. And you were like, Well, we got these two new a new coach and a GM. And I was like, Justin Fields completes nine passes a game. Yeah, but they got something there. They got they got I don't know. Just listen to me, Troy. I'm not gonna steer you wrong. I'm not I'm
6: gonna talk to you so you don't have these meltdowns. Alright, fair enough. Uh, in other news, Miss Pam Brock says, I agree, Troy. About what? I don't know, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> but thank you, Miss Brock, for agreeing. Yeah. John Moody says living on a prayer is the lamest tradition we have. And you know what? I'm gonna give that a like. <laughs> because I agree with Mr. Moody on that well, one. Well, Troy D like. I think. Living on a prayer is getting lame. It passed this it's it's, it's time. I, right. I am in favor of moving to swag surf more often.
5: Well, there's other songs we can play where you cut the volume down right. and fans sing along. Let's we know do more it.
6: than one song. Uh, Miss Brock said, I was right about the music. Okay. So thank you. Good. Uh, Randy Hobbs says, Troy needs to ask Coach Leach. About? I don't know. He didn't clarify. All right. Yeah. Well, go ask Coach Leach. But anyway. All right. So, in case you were wondering, the third down song, once again, is Down for My by C. Murder. And how do you, it, you say murder? I don't know. I just wrote it down. Murder. R D A. Murder. 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 <laughs> what is murder. Murder with an A. Murder. Murder. All right. That's it. Close enough. Yeah. And then Swag Surf by Fast Life <laughs> Youngs. Chandler, he's doing so with his mouth. Murder. Murder.
11: Murder. Murder. It's like Pink Panther. Murder.
2: Murder.
11: I
5: know what I'm getting ready to listen to. Hey, go jam out. Okay, we'll do uh, some We'll take a break. Come back when we return. Jeremy Lewis back with you on the Players Lounge presented by Delcor after this.
1: You're listening to Hour Two of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott Harris has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff.
5: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live Victory Monday edition of the show and a Delcor Players Lounge edition of PRL. The service professionals at Delcor can help you with your heating, cooling, plumbing. Uh, Call 328-8868 or visit delcorinc.com. Residential and businesses have received the services of Delcor for over five decades, and they can help you out if you are in a pinch and need some help. All right. uh, We've had a lot of fun today talking to Holt Nailers, Ryan Jones, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith, and Miles Berry a moment ago. Got Isaiah Winstead joining us about an hour from now. Brian Bailey will join us coming up at 5 o'clock right now. We'll hear from Jeremy Lewis. Talked to Jeremy earlier today. Uh, Had it live on Facebook and YouTube at 11 a.m. earlier this morning. And uh, we will play that right now. Here's my chat with the East Carolina defensive end. Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing good. I can't complain. How about you? Hey man. I'm uh, I'm tired. I'm still tired from the other night. We uh we wrapped up our postgame show at two AM and then yesterday I'm just sitting around watching football and I'm like, man, I f- I feel like I played in that game. Well you actually did. And at one point, Jeremy, I know you came off the field. Uh so how how are you uh physically right now after playing four overtimes in a game like that? Your uh, your body holding up?
12: i'm holding up you know a game like that's gonna cause some some bruises and bumps some bruises you know but overall i'm healthy i'm good ready to, uh ready to move on i'm good
5: one more question on that we we ask you guys a lot you know coming off a, a loss how how is it mentally out there and keeping the spirits up on a sunday practice but how about uh physically jeremy uh is that you know is it difficult or is it a, is it a positive to get right back out there on Sunday get moving around a little bit get the body going after a uh, a long physical game like that on Saturday how, how tough is that on the body
12: Definitely a, a mindset thing over a physicality thing cuz we all like you all can do it like it ain't like no stopping it you can go out there and do it like if we had a, if we had back-to-back games no matter what we would play it. like it, it is what it is so so we just go out there and practice you just got to want to go out there you got to know that you can go out there and you know run that run that last game off get a little conditioning in get some blood flowing and you know it is it's it's more of a positive than a negative
5: Jeremy Lewis joining us Jeremy uh well, for whatever reason when ECU and Memphis get together they play some thrillers and uh were you did you think about that in the moment like as fans as people watching we think about that hey ECU beat Memphis last year you know, on a two-point conversion, just like that, in overtime. Uh, were you thinking about that during the game, or is that something you realize and think about after the game's over?
12: No, nah, most definitely. After you had to realize, like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is the exact same situation that we were in last year at their house. But you know, like during the game, you know, like like I said in another interview, we was in the same situation last year. We was three and we was uh, three and three. You know, then we got on a run and started winning some games. So. It's the same same situation, so just trying to keep everybody like, yo, we've been before, we can do this, and you know, after the game, that's when it really hit, like, wow, this is the exact same
5: situation. Jeremy Lewis joining us individually. Jeremy, uh, maybe your best game statistically uh, speaking, with seven tackles, two tackles for loss, and had a sack back to back games. Now with the sack, as the pass rush uh, getting going here for the pirate defense? Did you, uh, how how'd you feel about your uh, individual performance on Saturday night?
12: you know everything can be better never never truly satisfied uh trying to you know i had i had goals going into the season to get a sack of game and that hasn't been the case so you know trying to just trying to double back now trying to double up on those you know per game just just for myself but overall i think i could have played better always
5: jeremy you look up at the scoreboard down 17 to nothing you know what you can't let that doubt creep in. So, uh, what, what is the, what are those conversations like? And how about heading into the locker room, scoring two touchdowns, uh, getting that momentum back? You guys, despite trailing early, probably felt really good in the locker room, right? What was that first half and uh, halftime like for you?
12: Uh, yeah, that first half, you know, going down seventeen, but like we 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 all well, speed sit down, you know, like we still. Knew we had a lot of football left to play, and we always try to play four four quarters of football, like play that fourth quarter just how we would play that first quarter. So, you know, don't let the foot off the gas. Don't take the, like, just, and then we're going into halftime. We knew getting those two touchdowns that we would get some momentum going and the defense was able to go out there and get a stop. So we was just ready to get out out of the, the, uh, the locker room for halftime, you know, ready to get back on the field because we had a little momentum going
5: a lot of great plays, a lot of great uh, key moments the other night. One of those, Julius Wood turning an interception into a touchdown. And, Jeremy, you were Mr. Do-It-All at South Central uh, playing both sides of the ball. And uh, we looked it up the other night on the post game. It looked like Julius Wood played some uh, receiver in, in high school and growing up. And, man, he showed off those ball skills on that return. And uh, I know you were part of of the, uh, the convoy leading him into the end zone. So, how about that play? That, that was a huge play on Saturday.
12: Nah, that was crazy. I asked him right after. I said, hey, I know you must have returned some punts in high school or something. <laughs> but now he, he he made three people miss, and it was a great play, you know, being in the right spot at the right time, uh, tip drill, catching that pick. And, you know, uh, who was able to get points on the board on the defensive side of the ball, something we've been trying to preach, something that we've been trying to do. And we was finally able to get that done so you know that was that was good for our defense good for our team get some get the momentum back in our favor and you know and i was trying to lead block but it was some big boys out there but we <laughs> <laughs> <you> got it <laughs>
5: uh, is that something you work on in practice uh jeremy not just forcing turnovers but once you do let's turn into offensive players let's uh let's block let's uh get in the end zone because uh, man, it looked like all you guys knew uh, right when Julius started going towards the Pirate end zone what to do. So is that something you're uh, prepared for after a turnover?
12: Yeah, it's something we prepare prepared for. Definitely it's a want to. It's a mindset kind of thing. You know, flip that switch, come from a defensive standpoint to an offensive standpoint, and, you know, turn around and, you know, make it, do what's best for the team, take on a block, and try to get your team in the end zone. So, yeah, it's something we look It's something we practice.
5: Jamie Lewis joining us, uh, man, another great performance too from Keaton Mitchell on the offensive side and and a lot of the guys, but Keaton, uh, I think 29 carries, four catches the other night, was huge in overtime. And uh, you're, I did see too that uh, Rajay tweeted out 47. That was the number of points. Uh, nice little tribute there to Rajay with him out for the season. But man, uh, Keaton Mitchell
12: was a warrior on the offensive side for you guys. Oh, most definitely, you know, I've seen him make some plays, you know, seen him do some things in the game that he. we've seen him do in practice, and it was just crazy on that two-point conversion. We literally had a same situation like that, similar in practice, gave him the ball in open huh. space, he made somebody miss and walked in the end zone. So, like, when I seen him catch that ball, I just already knew what was about to go down. But he was able to showcase that speed, you know, do what he does, and it's a, he's an amazing player, you know, one of the best in the, one of the best in the country. And, yeah, shout-out to Rod, too. I didn't even realize it. he
5: like <laughs> yeah. Keep 57 points. Yeah. Uh, keep scoring 47 a game. Y'all should be all right, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
12: for sure.
5: <laughs> Jeremy Lewis joining us on the Pit Electric Live line. It's the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday. Jeremy, were you fully aware of the overtime rules? Because we had a lot of people, you know, listening, calling in after the game that were kind of unaware of the format. That's the first time East Carolina's been – in that situation in the third and fourth overtime where you only go two-point conversions. So did you know that was uh, the format in, in overtime? It's kind of a new rule.
12: Yeah, I'm Coach Houston keeps so us very much prepared for situations like that. You know, we played at those situations during the summer, during the spring. And, you know, we were, we were ready for it. The only thing that – the only really thing that shocked me is that, like, once you switch over from a first overtime to a second overtime – the, the, like the defense had to go back to back, or the offense yeah. had to go back to back. You know, I didn't. I forgot. I forgot about that rule, so that that had surprised me. But other than that, we knew about the whole like two point situations. We practiced that almost every uh, every week, so you know we was ready for it.
5: Well, Let's talk about that more from an offensive perspective. How many two point plays do you got? What's your best two point play? How about defensively? When you're preparing for a team each week, Jeremy, you're you're going over that from a defense perspective, right? Like, here's what Memphis has done in the past on two-point plays, if they give you this look, all that. So, you guys are probably going through a lot of different two-point plays from them going into the game, right?
12: Yeah, yeah, sir. We got great great coaching staff, you know, that do their research. Coach, L. Uh, go back, it don't matter five years, ten years, you'll find a two-point play from that team. And, you know, we'll price that up, see what they ran, see if they ran any that year and you know a lot of teams don't like to mimic but you know you go we'll practice and like this is what we'll get and then you'll be surprised that exactly like t- the play that we practice is the exact play that we get so you yeah. know those guys do a great job preparing us and you know we, we had our calls down we had our calls ready for what they wanna, was going to do when we went out there we executed.
5: Jeremy Lewis joining us Jeremy uh, a, a new name for Pirate fans to get to know played on saturday night and uh, we didn't know his name until last monday we actually had a caller call in and say hey watch out for uh this andrew conrad he's a really good kicker he kicked a 50 yarder against my high school and all and we we're like all right man whatever and then we see him out there on the field and uh he's able to to knock in some extra points for you and, and owen daffer's won some games for the pirates in the past and now andrew conrad's stepping up so uh nice to see a, a new face hitting some uh some kicks the other night
12: yeah, it was good to see him, you know, uh, go in and, you know, take care of business. So I told him congratulations after he made his first kick. You know, that's a, that's a big thing for him. He was able to knock some of the nerves off. And, you know, he came in and he was uh, able to, you know, be
5: 100%. Jeremy Lewis joining us. Man, a huge one coming up Saturday. It'll be under the lights once again. It's a blackout. Uh, I think you, you like the black unis, right, Jeremy? You, you're you cool with them.
12: Yes, yeah, sir. I, yeah. I, I love the black
5: unis. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun coming up Saturday night. Have you started to dive into UCF? They got a high-powered offense. Going to be chasing around the quarterback. Uh, what what have you seen so far on the Knights uh, coming in?
12: Yeah, they got a real fast quarterback, real fast receivers, and they love to run the ball RPO game. So you know we got to be prepared, be on our cues, do our job, man, execute.
5: Jeremy, appreciate you joining us, man. Great game the other night, and. uh Get some rest, get some practice in, do what you got to do, and uh, we'll talk to you again next Monday, man. Fantastic work the other night. Thank you. Jeremy Lewis joining us, Pit Electric Live Line here on the Delcor Players Lounge. Jeremy getting a sack the other night, also uh, had to get helped off the field at one point because these guys uh, played a lot of snaps and a lot of physical snaps against the Memphis Tigers, a four-overtime victory for the Pirates, a little history Uh, longest East Carolina football game as far as overtimes go and as far as the length of the time three hours and 49 minutes. We were with you until uh, beyond 2 a.m. I believe the other night on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show and we'll be right back at it again. Shirley, if you can hit the uh, the fifth quarter theme uh, to get me fired up. Uh, We'll be here late night coming up on Saturday night.
2: Sing along, everybody.
5: That was... Oh, my. That was actually before the show even began. That was while we were watching the end of the game. Getting a little loony here.
11: Good call on the watch-along. Uh, We were able to... I mean, the game went on for so long. That clip was like, hey, let's do a watch-along. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So we uh, hopped on and watched the Pirates win in four overtime.
5: Got some good feedback on that. And if the game is close coming up uh, this week, we'll probably do the same. Yeah, sounds good. Had fun. I hate it because we're so far behind on our uh, stream. So we had to avoid the chat during the show.
11: And you have... uh, Oh, spoiling here too. You got to be careful. With no,
5: her. I, I got to say Shirley has done a good job with that. I wish she would just come watch it with us. I know. In fact, next time I'm going to ask you to do that. Okay. But you've done a good job because your feed is ahead of ours for whatever reason.
11: Mm-hmm. I like twenty by, by about ten seconds, maybe
8: fifteen, uh, close to fifteen. Yeah
5: so uh moving forward we we need to watch it in the same room just for although last week it worked out in the pirates favor do we maybe we shouldn't switch anything i don't know I will. Figure well it out.
8: The, the, the thing was is that the first couple of times i start i started doing it where I was, part of the reason is because it's difficult for me to see the tv from in here um and since i have to start the show from this side of the glass i stay in here and i just pull it up on the computer and watch it over here well of course the feed is a lot faster so, the first couple of times I did it, Clip got mad at me because I was... I already knew what happened. He hadn't seen it yet.
9: Yeah. You did it for a Braves game, I believe.
8: Yeah, I did it for a Braves game, and I didn't... And he got so upset with me. He said, please don't do that. And I was like, okay. Sometimes please he Please don't. No, no, no. Sometimes he'll yell at me, pause it! Pause it! Pause so it! Can, so we can catch up. But, uh, and I really wished I had... Uh, Whatever, uh, God, was that the Braves game? No, it was the Alabama, Alabama. it was the Alabama Tennessee game. I already knew what happened. Alabama had picked off a ball. It, uh, Tennessee was in the red zone. Alabama picks off the ball, runs it back, but there's a penalty. And I already knew what happened, but I didn't say a word. And I looked and I was scrambling to grab my phone and get the camera ready because I wanted to see his reaction. And you went from elated. No, you went from oh no to oh yeah to oh no in 2.3 seconds and it was fantastic. And I nobody saw it because I didn't get my camera ready in time.
5: Got to give a shout out to Pirate Radio Live's A1 sports guy, Chandler Honeycutt. Great call on uh, Tennessee beating Alabama. You are the sports guy on this program.
11: And uh, by the way, not just calling Tennessee – I called Syracuse to beat NC State, yes, you did. so I yes, am you 2-0 did. on the week. Favorite. Nobody cares about
5: that. I'm giving you credit. Just take the credit. Nobody. Syracuse was the favorite in that game. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well,
5: I'm giving I, you credit for Tennessee, a seven-point underdog, winning outright thanks. as they would. Appreciate it. I am the sports guy. Chela Honeycutt. All right. So we'll uh, have more of the sports guys' picks coming up Wednesday.
11: Oh, Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. I see.
5: A goalpost
8: re- like ended up in the river or something. Didn't yeah, it?
11: it sure did.
5: And a goalpost down by the river. Another reason I wanted Bama <laughs> to win, not only for my own selfish interest, but this is kind of selfish. I wanted to not have to call you a sports guy and rub it in your face it's always fun when you got somebody to you know go against so yeah
11: but um, chan man wins out uh your mom said way to go chan man big cheese sports guy Jesus Christ. <laughs> how do you
5: like remove a post or block a post from uh
11: the comments why would you want to get rid of your
8: mom's comments yeah you can't get rid of your mom's comments no more than chandler can get rid of his mom's comments way to go
11: Chan Man, big cheese sports guy y'all
8: just be glad my mom isn't in this chat room (laughs) yo mama yo mama my mom mm, my mom can be brutal
5: is it uh is it still showing up there yeah all right I hit something. Um, and you
11: actually deleted the comment? I, it said
5: hide comment. I wanted to know if it hit it from everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all positive. Oh, nope,
0: get- it's still up there because it says
11: this. It says,
2: way to
0: go,
11: Chan Man, Big Cheese, sports guy. <laughs> oh,
8: right. you in trouble. You stupid.
11: <laughs> you you
5: ugly. You, you u- ugly.
8: <laughs> you gonna get it when you get home.
5: Surely I don't live with my parents anymore. Ooh. <laughs>
8: um,
5: all right. Just she said, time. I'll hide you. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> all
2: right.
5: Go to, break, go to break. Go to break. We'll come back and have more for you. We'll wrap up. Let's talk a little NFL. Uh, we'll get into more of the Players Lounge in Hour 3. But we have a trade. There's been a trade. And if you watch yesterday's uh, Panthers game, you can probably figure out who was traded although I can't imagine why another team would want this guy but uh, we'll talk about that and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday back with you after this
1: Listening to Hour Two of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock.
5: Party right, back with you here, Power Radio Live. <clears throat> Victory Monday. Awesome to be on the show after a Pirate win and YouTube watcher Gregory agrees he says greetings from Oregon even though all the shows are great the Monday shows after a win are always better keep up the good work Uh, they are and I think now when I'm rooting for ECU on Saturdays it's not even because I'm an alum and a fan it's because a win means a fun fifth quarter and a fun Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. A loss means a miserable fifth quarter, and I have to ask the players about losing a football game, which leads to a miserable Monday Pirate Radio Live. (laughs) So right now, my uh, Saturday evenings and Mondays are determined by what these 18- to 22-year-olds, or in Luke Larson's case, 30-year-olds do on the football field.
11: Yeah, I'm like you, Clip. The other night while we were doing this watch-along, you could kind of see me sitting there like this, just, you know, thinking to myself. And, of course, I'm sitting there thinking, like, I don't want to lose. Of course, I don't want the Pirates to lose. You know, I mean, you lose that game. Your season's basically in the can. I mean, you can make a miracle run. But with the stretch that we have coming up with some teams, I, I just – I knew if we lost that, you know, your bowl game's going to be a a, a a steep staircase to climb. But I was thinking about the miserable, miserable night we were going to have on the fifth quarter Collins show up until 1 30 2 o'clock in the morning, which, by the way, I ended the stream on Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning at 1.59 a.m. Oh, wow. We should so, have one more minute. I know. And know on I, that. I was kind of hoping we would. Dang. To that's end, on me. To end right at 2 o'clock. But... I was just thinking to myself, man. If we lose this game, it's going to be a miserable day or a miserable night slash morning. And then it's like you said. I mean, we're we're it's, we're uh, we're rooting for East Carolina for our livelihoods, for our for our jobs on Saturday nights and Monday our Mondays afternoons. Uh, Chandler, can you give me some uh, NFL music?
5: Charlie, can you turn that pot down a little bit? That music. Recapping the NFL on Sunday, and feel free to switch songs. No, I like Chandler doing it. Can you feel free to switch songs and different networks while I'm talking? Now
11: I got to think about how the other ones sound.
5: All right, well, I'll do it, and you can read the scores if you want. Okay. All right. Well, tell me when you got the scores ready. We'll sit in silence till then. Sometimes I like to just relax and sit in silence. It's nice. Close my eyes. Somebody answer (sighs) the phone. I'm trying to sit in silence. All right, you ready? Give me 10 more seconds.
8: You know, Jonathan's going to freak out because is he's going to hear dead air. Is this not peaceful, though? It is.
5: Gosh, this is But
8: nice. it'll cause certain people to panic. We don't need that.
5: Fine. All right, here we go. I'll start with yours. Uh, Chandler, just run down the scores from Sunday on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubug.
11: All right, taking a taking uh, look at uh, some scores in the NFL on Sunday. The Falcons upsetting the 49ers. 49ers coming off of a win uh, at Carolina. Falcons beat them by two touchdowns,
2: 28-14. to How
11: about Bailey Zappi, 24 for 34, 309 yards, two touchdowns. He leads the Patriots over the Browns on the road, 38-15. to the Jets with a huge win
2: on the road
11: at Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, two, 26 for 41, 246 yards and a touchdown. Cannot do it. The rookie, Brees Hall, for the Jets. 20 carries, 116 yards and one touchdown on the day as the Jets win 27-10. Jaguars and Colts. Colts get a win, a, a must win, after an ugly game against the Broncos on Thursday night last week. 34-27 to 27 was that score. Vikings and Dolphins. Vikings, which, by the way, I had winning. They win 24-16. to Teddy Bridgewater was back in the lineup. 23-34, 329 yards. Two touchdowns. That's not enough as they lose 24-16 to the Vikings. Bengals go on the road to the Saints. Can you, turn down the, uh, can you turn down the pot a little bit? Uh, there you go. Uh, Bengals go on the road and beat the Saints. Thank you, Jesus, because I hate the Saints in our division. 30 6 was that
5: score. <laughs> Ravens upset by the Giants,
11: 24 to 20. How about the Giants? They moved to 5 1 on the season. The, the, NFL, the NFC East might be the best division in football. We shall see. So, Giants getting a big win at home. And Brian DeBall's, uh... First year as the Giants head coach. 20-18. Let's rock. 20-18 was that final score. Buccaneers losing. Tom Brady going through the He wants to continue to play football for some reason. 25-40. 243 yards and a touchdown. And a losing effort for Tom Brady and the Bucs. 20-18 was that score. Panthers suck. Without. Matt. No offensive touchdown. I don't think he's had an offensive touchdown in four games. 24-10. to 10. Cooper Cup is the real deal. He is insane. Matthew Stafford is still having a uh, Super Bowl hangover. 253 yards for Matt Stafford and a touchdown. Uh, the Cardinals. I also chose the Seahawks to beat the Cardinals. It was a battle of the birds. Seahawks get it done at home. 19-9 over the cardinals <laughs> it was the game of the year everybody was ready to see this game at 4
2: 30.
11: you know it's a good game when tony Romo
2: and uh, jim nance are on the call it
11: was the bills and the chiefs how about that leap from josh allen Sets up the Bills, gets a score, twenty-four twenty. Stephon Diggs, thank you, Jesus, he's do on my uh, fantasy do 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 do. Team. Ten receptions, one hundred and forty-eight yards, and a touchdown for Stephon Diggs. All right, Charlie. Now we're gonna bills play. Name that tune. Beat twenty. Uh, beat the Chiefs, twenty-four to twenty. And then last night, Sunday night uh, NFL football, the Eagles are on a roll. They're still undefeated. Twenty to down, twenty-six out. to seventeen down, down. over the Dallas Cowboys. Down, now. down. That has been down. a look at your scoreboard. Down, And the scores on that scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall, who's presented by the Buck. Who's playing tonight? Do, 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 and uh, here you do. go. Here we have it. Do, 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 the Chargers are at home against. Who is it? What's that smell? What's that stinky Ooh, smell, do I I smell I smell? smell dumpster juice. What's that smell? It smells like dumpster juice. That's right. It's the different Broncos making their fourth appearance on primetime for the year. Why? I have not a clue. But it's Chargers hosting the Broncos tonight. Great recap,
5: Chandler. Boy, looking at the chat, they really enjoyed it. <laughs> so we will do that every Monday now. I'll have my my songs ready to go for next week. This was all stemmed by uh, us doing the fifth quarter theme. Hit that one more time before we take a break, Shirley Rhodes. From the other night, that was fun. Uh, oh, hold on! Because we were on one, on one, on
7: one, on, on one, one. We were on one. Do 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 do
11: do 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 do
8: do 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 love how aggressive it got
5: that was acapella by the way that was yep. with no background music
8: yeah there was no music playing when you did that as a matter of fact i was sitting in the other room or in here and i was just looking at y'all like i have lost your minds
5: because we had coming up tomorrow on pirate radio live one of our favorite redheaded friends one of our favorite gingers will be joining us zach Maskovich. We'll be back on Pirate Radio Live. He covers UCF down in Orlando now. So we'll catch up with the former WNCT weekend sports anchor, the Man Zach Mascovich, tomorrow.
11: Is there going to be a prop on uh, how long the national
2: anthem is going to be?
11: <laughs> hey
5: <laughs> How long will the band take to play the national anthem? We'll talk to Zach Mascovich about that coming up on Tuesday. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we will hear from Double B, Brian Bailey, also Isaiah Winstead, gonna join us big hour three on tab also we got a giveaway for you get the week started off right all that and more on the way on pirate radio live here on a monday back with you after this
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust, like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Botter Lake, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, are creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock.
5: Welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday, a Players Lounge edition of the program. Got more players to get to in a moment. Right now we will talk to Double B, Brian Bailey, WNCT Channel 9 Sports Director, host of the Brian Bailey Show, joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. Bailey, how you doing on this Victory Monday for the it Pirates? Is a Victory
9: Monday for East Carolina after four overtimes on Saturday night. That was fun. Hey, uh, is it a moral victory for the Cowboys? Moral victory Monday, or no? Nah, I think it's losing Monday for right. the Cowboys. Uh, I, well, I don't think there are any moral victories. I think they did make a nice comeback. Yeah, but they just—I'll uh, take four and one with Cooper Rush because I thought the season was over after the first game against Tampa Bay. They played so badly and they—they they didn't do anything right. And Dak was going to be out for a while, but supposedly Dak's going to come back for the Lions game this week. So we'll see what happens. Well, while we're on the topic,
5: we'll start there. And right. uh, I was telling you earlier that. I wish my team was worth a darn because it is kind of fun to have the NFC East back and good again and, and games that matter. They always stick these games on primetime and no matter if the teams are good or bad, right. it's pretty. I mean, that was a great atmosphere in Philly. Oh, yeah. You mentioned it earlier off the air. The Sirianni talking yeah, junk during was, the game He was talking, John, wearing his capri pants uh, out there on the field. Uh, so it, it it adds a little something to it when it, these teams are good.
9: It really does, and that's that's what you know. That's what I grew up on. Probably what you grew up on. I mean, when the teams were good, and you know, if you lose one, you know, to your rival, then you're thinking, okay, we got to figure out a way to get the split. And then you know, and and if you are able to do that, and you have a good enough record, then you win the division, go in the playoffs, and that kind of thing. But everybody's chasing Philadelphia right now. I, I think the Eagles are good. Uh, I think they'll hit a bump in the road at some point, and I think that uh, Dallas gets one more shot at them. We'll see. What i think i grew up a, i was i missed it
5: by a little bit i think i missed the really good days because when i was growing up when i really got into football it was the dynasty for dallas so yeah. it was dallas and everybody else two thousands and we might forget because they never won a super bowl in that era but philly kind of dominated the east with andy Reid, donovan right. McNabb for years and years uh the giants were never great but had a couple of super bowls and then uh then there's my team yeah. who didn't do, hadn't done much at all. ah, uh, but yeah, it's, it's fun that it's back. And, uh, and those Giants keep winning. And you look at their schedule, they could lose all these games, but their next four games before they have a, a showdown with the Cowboys, uh very winnable for a New York team
9: that's only lost one game this year. And, and, and that'll be Thanksgiving. Giants and Cowboys, yeah. I think Thanksgiving. That'd be huge. So that'll be that would be fun to watch. When I saw that come out early on, you know, you're thinking, you know, hopefully the Cowboys will be good. The Giants won't be. Giants will probably be tanking by then. Right. Daniel they're Jones tank, out, yeah. you know. And the Cowboys can't win on Thanksgiving all of a sudden. So they now they're gonna face a team that's pretty good, but uh, Dallas wasn't able to beat the giants the first time I, I think if i'm not mistaken the only team that has a better record than any than or a, a similar record to to one of the top teams is minnesota's five and one everybody yeah. else in the whole nfc is three and three or worse except for the eagles at six and zero, the giants at five and one the cowboys are four and two wow yeah it's uh it's it crazy. one of those
5: years right yeah. now uh the other day game for thanksgiving is lions and and bills so oh, and wow. the lions play all these close games and score a lot so that could be a, a oh, great could be fun great thanks yeah uh, something to look forward to already looking ahead
9: to turkey day we're only in october
5: yeah let's uh let's enjoy each week while we can right? right and uh we'll enjoy another pirate football saturday another late one another long one uh coming up this saturday but if the pirates win i don't mind it we had a lot of fun late night early morning on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show talking about the quadruple overtime victory for the pirates and
9: think about the swings in that game you know the pirates are down 10 nothing they fake the punt it looked you know being there like oh what are you doing what what are you doing? You know, and talking to people afterwards, you know, apparently it was open. Uh, one guy did read it from Memphis, but if a block had been made, it would have gone maybe for a touchdown. But then you look at it's 17 nothing, and you're thinking, oh, and then the Pirates make the comeback. And and then when you get in the overtime, look at the swings in the overtime. Because, uh, and I talked about it earlier on my show, I really don't like the overtime rules. I don't know what the answer is because Coach Shang brought up some some good points. You know, he had guys on the offensive line go 85 snaps. Well, yeah. if they play a normal type overtime Time and go a couple more over times they're in the hundred 110 but you don't care you want to kill them I guys. just want to kill them all no I, <laughs> I just I, I just don't like I don't want to cheapen the game and I think going for twos cheapens it somewhat but you know Hi. why not put it at the 10 and just keep doing it like normal okay I, I mean, that's going to cut down a little bit. So that would be your fix? No, I think you... my fix in thinking about it more is is I would make every team go for two the whole time in the overtime. So in overtime, if you score a touchdown, you got to go for two. Now, after you get through the second one, and basically that's only changing one, the first overtime. The first overtime, you can do whatever you want. Second overtime, you got to go for two. Third overtime is just two-point conversions you know, from here on out. But I just... So, what are you changing? I just don't like well, I'm changing one extra point. I, no, I'm changing that. And then if, if I can change everything else, the third overtime, I'm putting the ball at the 10 yard line.
5: All right. Brian Bailey's yeah, fixed to uh, overtime football. I'm going to make it better. How do you fix NFL overtime? Well, in the NFL, no, I. I do you like the way it is now? If a team scores it's a touchdown, it's over? I,
9: I think both teams should get a shot. I still yeah. think that. They've got it almost right because you know, if you get a field goal, then they get the better ball than right. it was. Better than it was, but. I don't really know.
5: like, and I get it. It's probably a player safety thing, but. Making it 10 minutes leads to more ties. Oh, yeah. I
9: don't like that either. Yeah. yeah. I I think you got to... Don't even put a clock up there, right? That's what I would say. I would say, yeah, just don't put the clock up there. But again, you're looking at guys getting a lot of snaps. Somebody gets hurt. So I understand the the safety part of it. But, but you know, we've come a long way with the safety in football. You remember, and this was way before your time, so you don't remember. You may have read about it. But back in the day, the Super Bowl champion would play a college all-star team in a football game (laughs) in late July. And and now we can't even play a Pro Bowl because there's just so
5: much money, and, so much money, and, 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 and guys are tied into their team, right? Owners and co- coaches don't want those guys. No, they don't that. want to. Do, but, but and you, as a fan, I really don't either. Like if I knew everybody could get through it healthy, sure, I watch football year round. But I don't want a guy. That's important to my team, you know. Tearing an ACL in July
9: like that is meaningless. But that right? was so cool, Vince Lombardi and the Packers playing a college all-star team, and uh, but but yeah, we've gone we've gone full circle with that that baby. And now yeah. the Pro Bowl is going to be a, an obstacle course, I think. Which is fine. Which I, I is agree. Good. I yeah, mean, because what they had done to the Pro Bowl, yeah. And the same thing with if if you look at an NBA All-Star game like yeah. when Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson played, they played defense and they played like you know, and it wasn't great defense, but it was still defense. Now it's like like, you know, yeah. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. Slam it. ball, ball slam
5: it. Yeah. They'll play like the last two minutes, kind of real, and that's about it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's kind of a, it's an exhibition, I guess, and yeah. they are treating it as such, not a they real. They do play. that. Uh, but man, uh, this football team, a lot of bumps and bruises. We uh, talked to Jeremy Lewis uh, earlier this morning. And uh, and had it on the show, but he is one of the many pirates that was helped off the field at one point the other night, and still came back, finished the game. So those guys, and, and that's a lot of the phone calls we got. Bailey, the the pirate pride, the pride that the team put into the ECU fans the other night for gutting it out, gritting it out. Uh, we had a lot of people really emotional after that game calling in.
9: Yeah, and, and I think you know for good reason because. You know, this has been a season so far that coulda, shoulda, woulda. You know, you look back at the state game, you get a field goal at the end, you win that game, you know, who knows where the season goes. The Navy game. And and we said it when the when the Pirates lost those games, that you're chasing those losses yeah, all year long. That's basically what you're doing, up. trying to catch up. And it had you lost this one in four or five overtime, just think how crushing that would be. But But you're able to win this one, and the season's still in front of you. Now, you know, everybody talks about the six wins. That's not the ultimate goal. But that is certainly a big goal. You want to get to at least six, but you would love to have seven or eight. That's the minimum goal. Right, The honestly, minimum goal, honestly, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a better way to put it. But yeah, that's you know because the because the pirates want to go to a bowl game again, and you got to get to six to do that. But uh, you, you know they they've got a tough schedule. But you know there's no there's no law against winning at Cincinnati or winning at BYU. And they got Houston here, and they got Temple here.
5: After the, UCF, I haven't you know? looked at the Mormon laws. Are you sure we can win there? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're gonna get when we get there either. I uh, played a classic there uh, years ago. Last time we were out there, and how about their schedule? I mean, they're taking on Arkansas this I past saw Saturday. That, like they. They uh, they have a, a tough tough schedule every single week uh, the the BYU Cougars um, you talked about game changing plays the other night the, the the momentum shifts not just the defense getting stops but. How about the defense turning uh, defense into offense? That was awesome. The Julius Wood play and even the Malik Fleming return probably gets overlooked. He had a long return right. too. It did to get set up overlooked. A
9: touchdown when you needed it going into half to keep the momentum. Going. That one got overlooked a little bit just because of the way the game went. But Wood, man, he when he picked that pass off and then he just went into offensive mode. I thought he was watching a video game because that <laughs> he was like so good. Some touchdown Friday where your best player yeah. is going both ways. Yeah, and, and uh, that he returned to his high school glory days. He there. did, and that was. That was fun to watch and a huge play. And he's the Defensive Player of the Week this week in the American Athletic. I didn't realize he had 11 tackles.
5: Yeah, team leader yeah. in tackles yeah. as well and has been so good forcing and fumbles this year. So good for him. He has been... Uh, I've been asking, is there a star on defense? I don't know if he's necessarily like a star NFL player, but I would say going into the year to now, he has been uh, maybe the guy, not out of nowhere, but but a really big bright spot oh, for Oh, very big. Defense. Yeah, very big bright spot, and that was a huge, huge play in that game. Uh, UCF puts up a ton of points. Shout out to uh, me and J.K. on the fifth quarter. We were guessing the line. He said it would be three and a half. Uh, four, I said six, six and a half, and I think it came out kind of, or it is right now, around five in between that. I've seen four area. and a half and I've seen five. Yeah. yeah. Is that fair, Bailey? Uh, is that very how, fair? What you think? Yeah,
9: yeah, Very fair. That's, that's, that's about, you know, when you look at what UCF has done, I didn't realize that UCF, you know, this is only their second road game of the year. I didn't realize that they hadn't been out of the state of Florida. That's so. a good point. You were bringing that
5: up earlier, kind of saying,
9: wait, they were home, home, home. Yeah. I mean, then
5: it's we just, realized they, how Boca Raton from Orlando is how long, that's the longest far. trip yeah, that's the longest trip year. they've
9: made. And so, uh, and and we all know what all those home games it can take a toll on you because yeah. we had those four in a row to start the season. The Pirates finished two and two in those and could have been four and oh in those games. But uh, I think that's an interesting aspect to this game. And UCF put 70 on Temple. I did not see that game. I kind of was doing some either. stuff and I looked around and saw it was, you know, early on it was close and then later on it was just a big blowout. But they put 70 on the board. As Coach Shanks said, you know, UCF historically, since they left Conference USA they've just got this great team speed and uh, somebody else said against Temple they looked really really fast but as Coach Shank also said they looked at the film and last year they should have won that game the Pirates should
5: have beaten UCF last year did a great job against them defensively last year and uh, you repeat that feat you got a shot to beat them this year uh talking to bb brian bailey josh Hypel. i thought it was a weird hire at tennessee just didn't know if he had done enough at ucf to get that job and how about where they are right now after knocking off bama and bailey you were out there i don't know how if you got a chance to watch it or anything that I was did. one of the best college football games i've ever watched
9: they had it on the scoreboard and so while i was waiting for you you were 20 minutes late coming to me i was watching the game though My i'm bad. just kidding i was no, i was standing there really that's what i was doing i was watching the guys warm up and i was watching the game on that big screen and, and that was. And I, I said this to three or four people. I said, you know, nothing against you know being here because I love being here. And but that's one of those games you like to be on your couch, yeah, you know, definitely. sitting around watching watching because that game had so many big plays. And then the missed field goal by Alabama, the the field goal that you know it was tipped and it just kind of waddled in. I mean that. Talk about a knuckleball. You could not have caught that football if you had to because that dang ball was just wobbling.
5: Saw a great view from right behind the uh, the goalpost, and uh, it just got over. It uh, just got over there yeah. to, to win that game. That was awesome. Uh, what a Saturday, too, in sports. You had TCU-Oklahoma State playing a huge Big 12 game. Uh, that uh, went into double-triple overtime. You had the Mariners and Astros playing 18 innings, a one nothing yeah. game. Like That was a day for the ages there. It had capped off with a four-overtime game at Dowdy
9: Ficklin. That's like little Luke comes to, uh, he came to the game this week and he, he got upstairs, he calls me Pops and he said, Pops has two big TVs. <laughs> and so we put one of his cartoons on one of them. And we were watching some college football on the other one. But yeah, that's, that's the kind of day you want to put a little baseball on one, a little football on the other, or, or whatever you can do because that was that was just a great sports day, and and then Dottie Ficklin, and that was the dessert. I mean, at night Man. that was and and, and and again the ebbs and flows of that game. Down seventeen nothing, and you think, oh my goodness, what what's happening now? And you know because when you, when you get down seventeen nothing, you're in a situation. It's not panic mode, but if you make one more mistake, you know you're pretty much done. I mean, it's it's seventeen nothing's hard to come back from. But and Memphis is the one that made the mistakes. Yeah, they were giving us some uh, freebies and there. They gave That 19 point lead the week before against Houston in the fourth quarter. They're up 17 early against East Carolina. And then the way they lose it, you know, in the fourth overtime. Now, they had some tight ends. I think you'll see those guys playing on Sunday maybe. Those guys were good. And they right now, we do the woulda, shoulda, coulda. Every
5: team in the country does it. Right. They would be probably like. 18-20 18-20 in the nation right now if they'd have won these last two games yeah i mean their only loss would have been to i think mississippi state early in the year well yeah. and would have been flawless uh, other than that so man
9: it just goes to show you but yeah. I, I thought i i was really impressed and i agree with what Co- coach shank said he I, he says i think they'll win some more games down the road I, yeah. they're very very talented very good so. still
5: waiting to see is cincinnati gonna trip up to somebody bailey because i still think that there's a lot of A lot of losses to be had in the AAC. Shout out to Tulane, by the way. Right.
9: Top 25. First time since nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, that's 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 great for them, and that's that's when you look at the should have could have would have game. If the pirates had beaten state, that's a nationally ranked team. That's why that one hurts so badly. And then you know if you get the navy win, you know you're you're you know, the only loss you've had is to Tulane, and Tulane is the only game of this schedule so far that East Carolina you know they they got beat by a better team on that day. Yeah, I'm not sure if Tulane's always going to be better than East Carolina if they played ten times, but on that day Tulane was better. Yeah, yeah. Not No, you're right. And, uh, Speaking of 1998,
5: Tennessee uh, up there at the top of the standings. Syracuse was really good back then. Yeah. They are in the top 25. They are undefeated, top 15 now. I hadn't looked today, but that's hard to believe. Too. They just knocked off NC State, yeah. and uh, right now the Orange is ruling the ACC. The only
9: two undefeated teams are Clemson and Cuse. And you think about NC State and all that they've you know they've gone through this year, and you know losing your quarterback. You know you can set your team up to have a magical season. And that's why they're so magical, because even when you're set up for one, it doesn't mean it's automatic. And I think that's what we're seeing at State now, because they they struggled a little bit. Uh, They couldn't get it done against Clemson, and they lose their quarterback for the year. And so, uh, you know, this is not going to be the season that they thought it would be. Good to see uh, the Conley Vikings get
5: back on track, BB, on Friday night. Uh, what do we? How much? How many games we got left here of the high school schedule?
9: Oh, we got two weeks in the regular season. Wow. If I'm not mistaken. It's winding down very quickly. I'll be in. Uh, I'll be hosting touchdown Friday this week, and then I'll be at uh, the BYU game uh, the next week. So uh, Ken Wildington will be back in the chair. Garrett uh, Short actually anchored this past week. Did a great, great job. I had a chance to uh, MC the Hall of Fame banquet at East Carolina. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. So I, I did the Hall of Fame banquet. And then I went over to Channel Nine and tried to help things out and get everything ready to go for for Garrett to make his debut on Touchdown Friday. So that was good. Good interview nice with uh, Marcus Crandall. And yep, we had a chance to interview Marcus Crandall, and he, uh, you know, he was really, really uh, happy with it, with everything. I mean, he's one of those you know guys that from Eastern North Carolina that came to East Carolina University and flourished. Great uh, job on the mic. On the
5: how many items can you name? I thought you did yeah, well on I that. I appreciate that. Yeah. That was fun. And uh, you're are you. Uh, MCing the Minji's yes, Madness. Yes. Going to do that too. Try to get me in a shooting contest. All right. On. I'll
9: do what I can. Yeah, I'll, I'll get see. me down How there. How much money you got?
5: I want to <laughs> I'll throw you a few bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll share the prize pack with you. There you go. I can win it.
2: Good. Uh, but that's That'd coming up
5: Next, uh, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday yes, at no. seven o'clock, Menchie's no. Coliseum. Men's and women's basketball team is going to be a part of that. Should be a fun. And that's night. that's
9: a really good idea, just because you know we've got a new men's basketball coach. We've got all these new you know basketball players that we really don't know who they are right now. And you get a chance to go out and see those guys. Uh, I had a chance to work with both teams, just uh, like a media workshop, and I was really impressed with both teams. And you know they they really they're interested and they want to do a good job on their interviews. And like I told them. You know, in this whole era of NIL you know the better you do on interviews yeah. you know, some some sponsor sees you and say hey I I like that young man I like that young lady I think she would do you know do well I'd like to support her a little bit more and that's what we're looking at
5: no doubt BB thanks for joining us if you missed the Brian Bailey show just a couple of old-timers talking football. That's pretty DB much what it was. Steve Shankwiler. Coach Shank, man. Just I'd like they what, did it
9: 35 years ago. They <laughs> did, man. He was, he was probably, yeah. Well, I started doing radio, I guess, since I got in 84. I started in 87 or 88. And, uh, yeah. So he, he was here. He got here in 87. Man. So, yeah, that's, that's been a lot of fun to, to see his career. And he had so many stops. I could have talked to Coach Shank for another hour. Yeah. Just on some other notes that I had taken. But uh, those I guys know he were, was proud of his
5: guys the <laughs> other night. I saw Igo say and uh shank might have talked about it that was the first game where all the five linemen played every snap yeah together 85 of them man yeah. so they uh they they need some rest but they're not getting much they're right back on the practice right field, back getting at getting it. Ready for the next coming one. up tomorrow check that interview out at six if you missed it earlier today thank you brian enjoyed it got big. you thank you man all right let's take a break we'll come back more to go pirate radio live here on a monday we're back with you after this
1: are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back.
8: Orthopedics East in Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU orthopedics east and sports medicine center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in eastern north carolina for more information call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. now let's head back in to prl here's clip
5: back with you Pirate radio live players lounge monday players lounge presented by delcor they can take care of your heating cooling plumbing Call three two one eight eight six eight. Visit DelcorInc dot com. We talk to now a power wide receiver on the Belitnikov Award watch list, Isaiah Winstead joining us. Say, great game on Saturday. Got the win. Yes, Feeling good, right? Yes sir. You ever been in a four overtime game before?
13: Nah. I didn't even know like how the rules were like, over
5: time. <laughs> I've been asking your teammates that today. Jeremy said he knew, Xavier said he had no clue. And this is the first time East Carolina's been involved since they changed these rules. Uh so what so you were just kinda doing what they told you to do we out there?
13: Just listening to the coaches and stuff. There was like it was one time I think we was on the field and then they're like, We gotta go back again. I'm like, What? Like
5: Yeah, back to back. That confused yeah. the other guys too. And how many like inside the five two-point plays would you say do you have in
13: the arsenal like in the playbook like we got a lot yeah. yeah we got a lot we got i couldn't tell you it's a lot of them though but
5: when you get in that situation you're not worried about running out of stuff like you nah, got plenty nah, to do there definitely not uh isaiah winstead is averaging seven catches a game for 100 and 102 yards a game uh three touchdowns on the season so those numbers we you don't like to talk about yourself but those are pretty stellar numbers you pleased so far with your
13: performance this year yes sir. uh like you said you know Mm the team first but you know whatever i can do to help the team if that's 200 yard Mm -hmm. game or 60 yard game if i'm helping the team win then i'm gonna play my role but as far as like me i am pleased with those numbers and uh I'm just going to try to continue to get better.
5: I'm sure Isaiah, some frustration sets in when you're down 17 to nothing, and you're like, "This is, you know, a big game. We got to, what's going on here?" But you got that score at the end of the first half, and then immediately uh, you get that pick from Malik Fleming, and like it's almost like a switch flipped or something. You guys got all the momentum from that point. So, what was it like trying to to dig out of that hole, uh, 17 to nothing?
13: Um, I'm gonna take it back to like high school. Uh we was playing in a, like a state championship game for my high school and you know they was beating us like by like two to three touchdowns and like it didn't really phase me like you know I'm confident in our team like just like when we was um down by 17 I I wasn't mad nothing like I'm telling people on the sideline I'm like we're gonna win like we're gonna win this game like I don't know why y'all tripping like I you feel me when I scored or whatever I went to the line and like, I told you I got to tell like we're gonna win this game like don't worry you feel me? So I was I was never worried, but um, that was a big time play by Malik. You know, picking the ball off and giving us the chance to have even more momentum before the half. So that was a that was good. And did you
5: uh, go back and maybe get some moves from Julius Wood? He looked good running that ball. <laughs> was he able to evade three tacklers there.
13: Yeah, he <laughs> looked good. I ain't never seen him with the ball in his hand. That boy turned into a running back.
5: You could tell he played some offense uh, yeah. at some point in his life. That was awesome. Hey, uh, Chandler, <laughs> so what What, what was uh, after the touchdown? Was that peekaboo? What was going on there? Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what, what did that signify? Does that have a meaning behind season. it?
13: season. Nah, no, it was just peekaboo. Like, <laughs> that's it. All right. I like it.
5: It's, uh, it's cool. That's fine. We do have a suggestion. Chandler, do you want to tell him or you want me to tell him?
11: You tell them. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever
5: reason, Isaiah, uh, you're one of our favorite guests. You're an interesting guy. But that time you came on the show, we were talking about Adam Sandler. And you said, uh, you seen Click? Yeah. And that, uh, for some reason, that sticks with us. So when you get a touchdown, I don't know what, like, what would make it look
11: cool, but you give us
5: a, a click
11: a remote but like I, a click like, you hit the touchdown it could also mean like hey like i'm balling out like turn on your tv i'm on
5: tv i don't know what's he do with the ball though i don't know yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta think
13: about it i don't even like when i score i don't even be thinking of like what i'm gonna do All right,
11: i was gonna ask you did you think of the peek-a-boo thing, like? You just thought out you thought about it, it as soon like as you got It was like
13: Peekaboo there. and it's like like now you see me now you don't like, Okay I like, like that yeah. Like, yeah. yeah We was just lined up now we just scored Now uh, no, I'm celebrating boom. Yeah
5: Okay cool whatever comes to mind for you I'd like it. <laughs> we did get a call uh from Michael Winstead after the game he said you owe him 20 for uh the fumble
13: Man, <laughs> you, now you did take a
5: shot to the I back see there. That, boy. that was a shot. I'm surprised you got up so fast. Uh, but uh, who was it, Kerry King, right? Yeah. Uh, way to finish the play for him. But man, you took a, a, a nice shot there. Did you feel that
13: one? Yeah, I definitely felt it during yeah. the game. That was a great play by my boy, though. Okay. he always hustling, you know, throughout the week and his show in the game. And you know, he hasn't had like a lot of opportunities this week, so. You know, he really took like full advantage of his opportunity. Definitely.
5: That was a, a huge play, keep a drive going in that situation. Now you guys are able to outlast uh Memphis the other night and I think the team ran eighty four I had it, uh Steven Iko broke it down. Do you know how many plays you played the other night? It was in no, the I 80s. Heard, I want to say. I
13: think I heard them say like we played like 80 yeah. snaps, but I, I don't know the exact number.
5: When you play that many snaps and that long of a game, like, do you feel any different afterwards? Like, was yesterday rough for you? You feeling well, all
13: right? Oh yeah, I was definitely hurting. Yeah, I was definitely hurting. <laughs> uh, what do you,
5: what do you do to to go into recovery mode early in the week to get yourself ready for the end of the week? What are some things you do?
13: Um, it really just depends on like what I hurt. And, like, how bad it's hurting. Like, if it's just, you know, soreness from hits and stuff, I'm just hot tub, cold tub, stretching and stuff. But if it's, like, something specific, then I'm in the training room, like, getting actual treatment for whatever. Gotcha. How
11: long – uh, what time did you leave the stadium on Saturday? Holton said he didn't leave till like, 1230. So, what time did you – were you able to get away Holton from –
13: Holton had them uh, them interviews at the end of the game. Oh, that's that, why he ain't leave Yeah, so that's late. true. That is but true. But I left about – I probably ain't get home to like twelve. Yeah. Some maybe I, ain't, I, probably, I probably been home before. Holden Got Holden like had had his equipment a, off.
5: He and had a lot of babies to kiss and yeah. people to see and pictures. Yeah, right. You was, saw, You was saw, was
13: have,
5: <laughs> have you signed the uh, autographs and stuff? People want
13: your picture and stuff. Nah. I they probably would. Yeah. You know I give like you know my wristbands that I wear in the game. Oh, I cool. just yeah. give them by when I walk past and stuff. You know fans, the little kids, you dopping me up. Viewer like, you know. you on uh, YouTube said Isaiah is
5: my favorite uh, when he gets fired up. He says he's so chill on the show, and then he gets fired up. I mean, you talked about that. It's kind of a different different mindset, right? Yeah. You put the jersey on.
11: We actually, thanks to Alan Thomas, he put out a, uh, a video when you scored that touchdown after the Malik Fleming interception. You were fired up uh, coming off the field, and then your coach, your wide receivers coach, Payquan oh, Boyette, yeah. is just as fired up. Talk about his <laughs> energy! On, during, like we know his energy is always like you know through the roof. We met him on media day. What's his energy like on game day?
13: Like as you seen, like his he might have been more. Ex- I don't think he was more excited than me, but he might have been more turned up than me when <laughs> yeah, I him. He, he was fired up. Like, his headset be coming off, dragging <laughs> across the ground and stuff. He do
5: He said, what he say? Like, after practices, like, his shirt is drenched. Yeah. Like he's And he's not that far removed from playing. Like, he's still a, a younger guy. So, uh, he probably gets, gets his glory days out there and yeah, back in his head. Yeah,
13: he'd be into it. But, uh,
5: man, that's cool that uh, – that everybody was so jacked up because that was a, a huge moment in the game, and then you guys were able to uh, to win it at the end. So you said you were uh, just looking at some UCF stuff. Uh, you weren't here last year. ECU and UCF played a lower scoring game, twenty to sixteen. This year they're putting up a lot of points. So uh, how about the defense? though? What did you, uh, you see from them so far? Um,
13: they got like they got a few like their D line is kind of big. You know, they got a tall. Uh, cornerback room like the shortest person they got on on paper is like 6-1 hmm. at corner so and they play a lot of man and stuff so you you, know, every week is a challenge but
5: you welcome the man-to-man right yeah. like you like that i mean yeah. it seems like east carolina's had success against man-to-man what did memphis do in the secondary man man yeah and uh, took advantage of it. Big day for uh, Holt Naylor's and the passing attack, Isaiah Winstead. Once again, uh, leading receiver for the Pirates, 9 for 154 and a touchdown. How about Keaton Mitchell? 33 touches in the game for Keaton. 29 carries, 4 catches. Finished the game with 149 rushing yards and a touchdown and had the one in overtime. Did you go back and watch that one where he's got it, there's a man in front of him in the end zone, and he just Mm
13: -hmm. does what he does. Yeah. And then you're talking about the one where he caught it and just made a miss and then. Yeah. Yeah. He – Keaton nice. A boy like that.
5: <laughs> we talked to Rajay earlier today. He was rooting you guys on, had surgery on Thursday. Pretty cool. Did you notice that the team scored 47 and he is number 47?
13: I definitely didn't notice that. A little something. I definitely didn't notice that. That's crazy. Kind of crazy, right?
5: <laughs> Meant to be. I don't know. It's one crazy.
13: I told Keaton – Cause um We go out in like The second group Or whatever Whatever that time is You know like Cause we do like The returners And stuff like that So we go out With that group And like As we was walking out I'm like You know 47 ain't here But we ready To do it for him Right now Mm -hmm. That's awesome And he was like Let's do it And then You know
5: We did what we did all right Any other football questions Uh Nah You good Isaiah would you rather Go to a vacation At the beach Or the mountains
13: The
5: beach all right what are you doing out there you getting in the water no (laughs) i know no i can't swim all right but uh just chilling on the sand yeah all right how about uh what's your like dream vacation like destination you ever thought of that
13: dream i uh, i want to go to like greece um
5: why greece in particular
13: because like how it look and stuff all right you know like that's just some um, – that's a crazy place to go. Like, <laughs> All right. Like, we used to talk about that in school. Like, you can f- – we can go. Like, that's just – I don't know. All
5: right. Grease is on the bucket list. Chandler, what are you looking I, at?
11: I pulled up I, – I liked these last week, so I pulled up some more would you rather questions. Nah, All right. You're not a big fan of those? No, nah, it's <laughs> Uh Would you rather – would you rather have more time – hold on, that's not a good one. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors, or go into the future and meet your great great grandchildren?
2: <laughs>
13: <laughs> uh, the past, because I guess that could help me with like my life on mm-hmm. the way up. Yeah, I guess
5: I would say too. There is a chance. Especially if you're in Isaiah's health, not necessarily mine, that you could live long enough to see your great great grandchildren. (laughs) Maybe if you live to be 115 or whatever. Uh, So you still got that out in front of you, but you'll never have any chance to meet your ancestors. So I would say take the past.
11: Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? You ever seen click? You ever seen click? (laughs) You ever seen click? Um, Rewind or pause?
13: Huh. so if I like rewind it I can change stuff
11: mm, good question yeah I'm gonna say yes you might can you know make up for something that you might have done you can rewind
5: what are you saying he shouldn't have fumbled the other night?
11: You I mean you can that's an example <laughs> damn Chandler you can be like alright let me go back and like hang on I know this guy's gonna be behind me this <laughs> yeah, that's true but um, what I would, would probably, you pause your life for
5: I, I was thinking like if you're having like the best night ever I, I, I don't know do you pause it and well, yeah. Can you keep having that good time and everybody else is having a good time, or just he it pause, pause and everybody, everybody? freezes? Yeah. yeah, I don't know.
13: I'll probably rewind it, but to like relive it, not to really change too many things, you know, because yeah, you go through stuff too. That's what's gonna make you who you is today. So good point. I wouldn't change too much of what happened. Would you rather win the lottery or live twice as long? Twice as long. <laughs> Man twice as long
5: easy that is true if you do care about money in that aspect you'll have even more time to make it yeah. perhaps so uh all right he was quick on that one
11: would you rather be batman or spider-man back to the superheroes
13: both of them be getting beat up but
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: that is a good point we don't really think about that they, they take a beating beat
13: bad. um
11: Man, I'd be having
5: fun Is with the webs man. Like maybe yeah. really
13: even like a superhero?
11: Batman, Is like he, that's the thing. Batman like doesn't have any person. superpowers. He yeah, just I'm going he can Spider-Man. just like
13: he
5: can whip your tail. He's got a lot of money.
13: I'm he's going Spider Man because yeah. Batman can't even Man, I'd be having fun yeah. with those webs. Yeah, he can't even fly.
11: Yeah. Can't even fly. Loser. <laughs> Straight of uh, <up> loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Would you rather be would you rather be without internet for a week
13: or without mm. your phone? Hmm. Without internet. Yeah. At least I, you can like I need to talk to people. Yeah, call and people. text.
5: That would be tough. That would be We really can't do it for our jobs though, but it would be a
11: challenge to try to go without internet for a full week.
13: Yeah. Oh man, here's a good one. Definitely said some stuff, but
11: Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? Mm ski lift you're up high it depends like if you're scared of heights and then if you're in an elevator and you're scared of like you know
13: like claustrophobic right it's like heights versus um, claustrophobic being bunched up and like i don't really want to be in either one but i'm gonna have to go with the ski lift i'll I'll be like my anxiety will kick in no doubt in the elevator like you don't know if you you can't even see nothing
5: yeah i mean let's really think about it you got to go to the bathroom you'd rather go off the ski lift than in the <laughs> elevator too i mean i think that's a good
13: point taking outside the box
5: <laughs> taking outside the ski lift yeah. and there's a chance that if you land in that snow just right you might not break both of your legs you might say you know what i'm taking the plunge i'm getting yeah. out of here elevator you're just stuck stuck
11: um yeah. some people do this already would you rather go to a movie or to dinner alone? I'd rather I'd go to a movie, just chill. I don't know if I'd go out to dinner by myself.
13: Um it's crazy the other day, like what, like during this was probably like the first week I went to like breakfast by myself for the first time ever. It was chill. But I'd probably rather <laughs> go to a movie. Yeah. You know, you just chilling. It's dark in there, I can't nobody.
11: Because, like during a movie you're supposed to be quiet and you're not supposed to talk but like yeah, it'd
13: be awkward when you're just eating and everybody else around you and, and you just, you just sit like there looking around yeah <laughs> i used to know when i was in
11: school to. at the dining hall like eat by myself and <laughs> it'd be like everybody's having a good time talking it up and i'm just sitting there like staring mm-hmm. people watching i will
5: say there is something though about a it kind of depends on the movie too but like a middle-aged white man going to the movies by himself is kind of creepy when you think about it i don't know <laughs> again i think maybe a little different than people would you rather explore space or the ocean? Ah, I love this question.
13: The ocean, right? Because space. Let is... the man answer. My bad. I'm sorry, Jay. <laughs> Damn. We <laughs> turn up on you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
5: A lot of unknowns in both.
13: I might hmm. go. But I can't swim though.
11: Say you could swim.
13: If I could swim, yeah. Say you could swim.
5: Yeah, but do you know how to navigate out there in space? What are you doing out there?
13: You're kind of swimming through air.
2: Swimming
13: through air. Yeah. Can you air swim? For a fact, I can't swim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably explore the ocean.
5: That's a tough one. Why did you immediately say ocean?
11: Because I feel like there's, like, you go out into space, there's, like, a bunch of stars. Like, okay. I guess I I might go and check out another planet, maybe. But, like, in the ocean, I feel like there's a lot more to see and a lot more to explore. Like, maybe some caves. But they say, like. Deep in the ocean. A shark. A, a shark. Um, maybe, like, a, a, a ship. Like, if I'm in the ocean, I'm going to be like, all right, where's the Titanic? Like, I'm going to go
13: and explore that. Mm-hmm. But they say, like, it's, like. A lot of galaxies And we just in one uh, True Yeah So it could be <laughs> If we get out of this We can go It might be The same thing On another planet They might out be having This, this Like another universe yeah. yeah
11: Oh man Oh Yeah mm. Okay You got me there Yeah So if yeah. I'm able to go And explore another universe A yeah, parallel yeah, universe Yeah, yeah okay then i'm gonna yeah, go check that out to but you gotta promise me i can come back to like normal life <laughs> that's tough like in the ocean it's tough
5: probably but you can swim back and you'll be on earth and you can get oh, back wait, to drive so, like,
13: none of this is like promised what <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean so like <laughs> what do you mean oh no like i thought like no, like, like, you can get back. Is that what you're asking? Like, yeah. you can get oh, back to normal oh, life.
11: Oh, yeah. 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 I would okay. just assume that you can get back. Like, hey, let's go and explore the ocean right Assuming quick.
5: Assuming you could all get back and everything be
11: safe, I would definitely choose, like, space just to see what else is out there. I'd definitely choose space now, especially thinking about the other universes. From a stuff. safety
5: perspective, I was just worried, like, if you're
11: trapped up there,
5: like, you can't call a friend and get a ride home like you.
13: You can't call a friend uh, in the ocean.
5: It's true. <laughs> Chandler, dive in, man. Help me out. Isaiah can't swim. He's not going to help me. Yeah,
13: I can't. I'm a good
2: swimmer.
5: You got a couple... Wait, we got to take a break. You got another one? Hit one one or two more.
11: Gush. So we got to give some... All right, so in school, you had group group projects and stuff. Would you rather work in a group or work alone? In a group. Yeah. Definitely in a group. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Why? Are you making everybody do
13: your work? That's what I used to
11: do. (laughs)
13: Nah, <laughs> nah. Um,
5: uh, oh, what was the question? Guess, I'm sorry. I
13: guess I'd be too too hot or too cold. Uh, cold definitely. Because you can warm up. Yeah. Too hot is just bad. Like it just drains you. You can't. You can't even think for real.
5: Isaiah, great job. One day these questions.
13: Like when you're in the dang uh, NFL
5: Combine and meeting, it's going to help you out. They're going to ask you dumb questions. We're preparing <laughs> you for that. You're going to think about us one you're going day,
11: to, and you're going to breeze through them. And yeah. You, like your draft stock is going to go like skyrocket, I and they're going to say, well, "Oh, what did he do? His forty look good?" They're like, "No, he answered all these questions so yeah. good. It's like you practiced them. It's like you practiced these questions, and then that's when you shout us out. Boo. Oh, Boo.
5: oh, man! I didn't
11: even think about that. We are
5: helping you out right now. You oh, didn't God. even know it." Isaiah, good stuff, man. Uh, keep up the good work, and good luck on Saturday. Yes, sir. All right, man. There's Isaiah Winstead. Shirley, uh, open up the booty bag real quick. Booty, 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 booty
8: everywhere. Booty, 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 booty,
5: booty, booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. What are we giving away right now?
8: How about a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville?
5: Haha. <laughs> Chandler was not at work on Friday. And we got dropped off some wings over Greenville and we ate it in his honor and it was awesome. 317 1250, caller who? Eight. Caller eight. All right, right now we'll be back, wrap it up after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
8: Welcome back. Congratulations to Steve Hill, who is uh, our big winner of the $15 gift card to Wings Over Here in Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home... Wings Over Greenville has got you covered. They, With no third party needed, they have their own in-house delivery service, and you can be sure to try the all-new tender sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. They're open from 3 a.m. Uh, or till 3 a.m. on Friday and Saturday, and Wings Over has everything to cure those late-night munchies. Give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now back to clip.
5: All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, and all the crew uh, here at Pirate Radio. Also, the players on the Delcor Players Lounge. I got to be honest. I try to be honest with you people. When we had our uh, guys come in the first time, I thought, well, Isaiah Winstead, not much of a talker. going to be tough to get stuff out of him. And that has turned into my favorite segment of the season just chatting it up with isaiah winstead we got we've got him to open up a little bit yeah i think he has fun with us absolutely and uh man I, i know it's a lot of nonsense talk we try to mix in some football talk but i just enjoy uh hanging out with the guy
11: no doubt about it and me and you enjoy going to the games and we are just ecstatic whenever he makes a big play and he's been making a lot of them so far this year,
5: just we just want a click. Celebration. Just one
11: little click, man. If I see like a like one of these, because I've asked him a them to flex do, or do, a click, a, a flex or a click from him, man. That's all gonna right. be awesome. We'll
5: see you Tuesday, three o'clock. All new edition of Pirate Radio Live, Brian Bailey Show
1: is next. Monday Night Football tonight. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation.